Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the rock of talk. Wednesday afternoon, I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM 1600. KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. 550-5500 here on this home day. Roku TV, Amazon, Fire TV, Apple TV. Don't forget, you can uh, delay us and put us on SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Or download our apps for rockoftalk.tv, rockoftalk.com, the official first day of lockdown. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, the lockdown for rockoftalk.chat. That's right. If you're not paying, you ain't getting in the club. Dun, 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 go show, You better get it for your birthday. All of you guys who already signed up are going to get automatically renewed. Dowd's going to have a good Christmas, and he's excited about that, as he should, because let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, this man works hard, and uh, he joins me here in the Kiva. Hour number one, let's have some fun, Dad. How are you? Yeah, working so hard, Eddie. I didn't even have time to drive to the studio today. I'm doing uh, work at home Wednesday, but I will be back uh, in front of that microphone, uh, the official microphone, tomorrow. That's going to be good. And uh, although we are in a little bit of a celebratory, uh, is it that right, it's a celebratory mood today, we've got some stuff that we're going to address here during our first half hour. Uh, the deep embarrassment of the uh, front page of the Albuquerque Journal. We'll get to that at the bottom of the hour. We'll have uh, the Enchantment Sports, Mark Smith, who's going to jump on in. Uh, you might remember I furnished Mark Smith with the opportunity to get some some footage, which uh not sure whether or not it was admitted into a courtroom, but it did convict one Darian Bashir, uh, who murdered who murdered a University of New Mexico baseball player. And it was an open and shut case there. It was uh, just the honor, the uh, memory of our fallen University of the New Mexico Lobo uh, baseball player. Uh, it was a complete no-hitter. There wasn't even a chance. And Darian Bashir uh, will go to, as we refer to it here in New Mexico lexicon, the Pinta. You're going to send him to the Pinta, and that's where he's going to go. The so Gray Bar that's, Hotel. That's right. It's not going to go uh, very well for him. So we'll get to that at the bottom of this hour. Uh, we'll probably carry that for an entire hour because there's a lot of details, a lot of things that I shared with Mark uh, over that time and uh, the now defunct uh, club where we were able to get and get uh, see that footage. And uh, that went a long ways uh, towards putting the slammer on Darian Bashir. Uh, 5.30 p.m. We'll have uh, some commentary uh, from Murder Mike, as uh, always. And then uh, I want to start off this hour, as we told you, New Mexico is the Petri dish for the rest of the country. Yes, the Silver Hair Ponytail crowds of Santa Fe, Corrales, and all you wonderful liberal crazy Democrats uh, who are out there. You are driving the nails in the coffin of the state that you love. Because Corrales resident Michelle Lujan Grisham has uh, decided to extend the New Mexico indoor mask mandate. Yes, that's right. We are going now into December, which will be one where you don't want to remember. And you just heard at the top of the hour, uh, Mark, Matthew McConaughey, what Mark McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey, uh, you know, he's sticking himself out there. You know where he stands. He's a very relatable guy. We, of course, know true detective, but he's a very relatable guy and one that was threatening potentially to become the next governor of the uh, great state of Texas. Doesn't look like he cares that much about that uh, or politics at this time because he's sick and tired of being sick and tired as you are right now. Now, the New Mexico uh, indoor mask mandate isn't going anywhere, according to Dr. Disgrace. 
the New Mexico Health and Human Department Secretary. The state's current public health order is in effect until November 17th, but at a news conference just a few minutes ago, you would not be able to stomach it, folks. The mask mandate, you have something to be thankful for now for Thanksgiving. All you tree-hugging, crazy nut jobs out there who don't want to see each other's faces, and I do not. If you're at the table and you're for the mask mandate, do not remove your mask in front of the turkey. I'll eat it all for you. The mask mandate will last through all public spaces and places throughout the rest of November. Now, here's what you need to know. New Mexico is now one of only three states in the country where masks are required inside even if you have been vaccinated. The other two, Oregon, anybody guess? Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Uh, Washington. Here we go. Here's according to Dr. Vesta Sandoval once again, as Dowd indicated yesterday, I would say that many of those states have suffered consequences of having huge numbers of positives and their hospitals being overrun and many, many deaths. As she says that, she forgets to understand that the number four quantifiable deaths here in this country on a per capita basis is the great state of New Mexico. Somehow we seemingly always know better than everywhere else. Will Michelle Lujan Grisham quarantine when she gets back into the state? Likely not. Uh, She should, especially since it's that bad. This uh, news uh, continues on. This was uh, not stated to be released until Friday is when we were expecting the update, but they beat us to the punch because Michelle Lujan Grisham, I guess, not here currently in Glasgow, and they decided to have this uh, nonetheless. Uh, no one's tracking the cases anymore. No, no one's tracking the, the, the deaths. We told you yesterday, and I'll repeat again, and for those of you who feel challenged, who are getting in your whatever excuse, your dog ate my homework excuse to Sandia National Labs or to Kirtland Air Force Base or whatever employers directly connected there, here's what you need to understand. It's not going to happen. Okay, You are going to lose your job. But remember, this ends when we all say no. So the strength of us is dependent upon other people to be equally as strong. I've heard a great number of stories today of you calling, texting in, telling me how you are deciding to fight back, and that's what you got to do. Fight for the 505, fight for your life at this point, or pick up and move. You have three options uh, at this point. And I do mean fight for your life because we touched upon that secondly yesterday, and that was, of course, that the viral load of the vaccines that are coming in, and you can listen to Naomi Wolf, how it's not an actual vaccine. Doctor, by the way, Naomi Wolf, uh, the the doctor herself has stated explicitly that on the Moderna website itself, that the viral loads are going to be extensive. And we talked yesterday about shedding. That means if you get your injection, you're not free because now you're shedding, And now we're keeping the entire country open, right, for travel for the very first time. In fact, some of the AAA forecasts are suggesting that we plan to see more travel this year than we have since 2018. That is on purpose. They're looking for a shutdown. They want it to go ahead and spread. They're going to create war at your Thanksgiving table, ladies and gentlemen. This would be the one Thanksgiving I would avoid with anybody who disagrees with you. If you're a Let's Go Brandon supporter, right, you are that, I don't want to have anything to do with you, okay? F. Joe Biden all day long. FJB all day long, okay? If you're on the other side, you voted for a Democrat, which is only right now, apparently 37% of you 
because he is at an all-time low. I don't know if we've had presidential ratings that low. Now, if you can look at the presidential approval rate, you can see the last time we were at 37%. Are we going yeah. back to Carter 1980 at this point? I, possibly, possibly. I think, yeah. I think we're going that far back. That's how many people hate Joe Biden. And still, we've already destroyed Facebook. They had to change their name. Other social media players suddenly down in the, in, in the, uh, the stats. People are turning away from mainstream media. You decided to go ahead and create your own little media bubble, which might or might not include this particular radio station, and that's a good thing. Now, let me say something. The science and the data is out there. It is up to you to make the ultimate decision as to what you are going to do. Pick a side, choose it, and defend it. Right now, I will tell you that the Republicans and the red states, 12 of them we announced yesterday, they stand above and they have better data, values, economic performance, and are more in line with the constitutional laws of this country. If you are blue, you voted Democrat, you are anti-American at this point. I don't mind telling you. Okay, Matthew McConaughey, uh, pretty, pretty much coming, I think, from the left. You see him switching. You see Bill Maher switching from over the weekend. Like You're seeing the weight of these very bad decisions going into the deepest, darkest, the shortest days of our, of our, of our year, okay, going to psychologically impact our country. If you don't believe me, we just strapped on for the masks. And what do they tell you? When you're sitting on a plane, they say, make sure you have your masks securely fastened and then fasten those of your children. If you're in an emergency situation, they ask you to do one thing. Breathe. Breathe. How do you breathe with a freaking mask on? You can't. Understand that. Your government doesn't want you to live doesn't want you to breathe, and they don't care about choice and your decisions. Understand this. They're all about um, medicinal marijuana, you know, free this, free that, you know, have the, the choice here, choice there. Resist the tyranny of Donald Trump, and then what do we get? We get this in return, ladies and gentlemen. The mask mandates, the vax mandates, they're going to do whatever they possibly can to make sure that you don't get to live the way that you want. Good article that was posted in the Ruck of Talk chat talked about that exact thing. Mental health, right? Versus wearing your mask, right? Versus the actual health of your the, the mental health versus wearing a mask, right? Your physical health, are you truly protecting yourself? We know that those masks don't adequately protect you. We're asking people to mask up who are vaccinated. The mental impact of that with everyone wearing a mask is psychologically impacting your children. Now, what's going to happen? How are you going to explain it to your child? Five to 11-year-old are going to mandate these, these vaccinations in certain states, not everywhere, right? You know, it's all, it's all on a case-by-case basis. Once it's, it's a choice in Utah, a choice in Arizona, a choice in Oklahoma, a choice in, in Texas, but in New Mexico, it's going to be mandated. And how dare you, Matthew McConaughey, say that you're not going to go ahead and get your child, child uh, vaccinated? How are you going to rationalize that? Mom, I just got a shot. Why do I have to keep putting on the mask? Ma, I haven't been in school in more than 19 months. Can I go back? Many of you are are choosing to send your kids back to school. We've advised you already, get your kids out of public school, period, period. The mental anguish is enough both in public and private school because of the the cultural change 
uh, that has been happening. We have now normalized the insanity, ladies and gentlemen. We have literally normalized the insanity in the state and in many blue states, saying that it's okay. The insanity has become the norm. The new normal is you can't think for yourself. You're waiting on your politicians and Dr. Disgrace or Dr. Fauci or Dr. Burks to tell you what and how to do and run your life. Well, if you were looking for that, there's a great country that you can move to. It's called China. Please leave now. Don't Californicate my New Mexico. But that's exactly what they want to do. Speaking of Californicating or fornicating in general, I give you one, Gavin Newsom, suddenly missing. Got the booster shot, has not been seen in 13 days. He's on a milk carton. I don't know where he's at. <laughs> Will somebody find my governor? Will somebody find my governor? Gavin Newsom, nowhere to be found since his booster shot. What is going on here? Some very, very strange uh, things uh, indeed. Uh, Doubt, I like that mental health uh, piece. I thought that was... Uh, I'm glad really you, you spotted that, Eddie, because I... It, I hadn't even, of all the aspects of this, as you say, insanity, um, what touched me about that piece was the idea of people suffering from PTSD. And I, uh, you know, I can't relate to that personally, but you're talking about military vets. You've got first responders. You've got people who have been abused. Uh, and this line is really interesting. Uh, guess what's the easiest and fastest technique if a PTSD symptom flares up or if you experience any unpleasant emotion? Take a good, long, Please. deep breath while focusing in particular on the exhalation to activate the parasympathetic nervous system to slow down the heart and mm. calm you down. It's been advocated all the way back to the time of the Buddha, but it's not so easy to do when you're wearing a mask. How's the silver hair ponytail crowd doing yoga these days? Exactly. With a mask over your face in Santa Fe and Corrales? Is that uh -huh. what you guys are doing? Uh -huh. Oh, absolutely uh, unbelievable. Well, uh, Matthew McConaughey doesn't really care. He cares more about his kids than he cares about a political life. And, and good for him. You know, I know one of the things that he's wanted to attack is the uh, broken uh, political system. And here's a little uh, video about that. Uh, he talked all about how he wanted to go ahead and uh, fix a broken uh, political system himself. Did you see him get getting laughed at by the uh, CNN reporters? Like, what, what's wrong with you? You're not yeah. going to go ahead and vax? He's not playing ball. <laughs> What, what's wrong with you? Like, he just went on and on. You bared your soul in this book. And by the way, now are on the national stage, if not political stage. How do you think that may change your ability to be an actor in the Great future? Great question. Great question. Look, if I was going to politics, there's a lot of things I do in my life and I have done that would be, that's off the board. Um, you know, how... Because I am a storyteller. I am an artist. I am an actor. The question goes two ways. If I was to go into something, a category, somewhat like, like politics, can you still go be an artist in that? It's a great art. Is it, can you really pull it off? Is it, can you be a great storyteller? America needs a new narrative. I think we can all agree on that. We're writing. We need to be reminded of our original lyrics of our folk song and write the new lyrics that we're writing and agree on those as well as we're going forward. So we need the storyteller. Is he still high? I mean, he's 40 <laughs> seconds into that question, and I have no idea where the hell he's going. <laughs> where are we going with this, Matthew? <laughs> is he inhaling? What the hell is happening there? Anyway, we'll uh, go ahead and post that interview. The New York Times did that, and uh, it was really more of a tongue-in-cheek interview that turned into a CNN uh, 
uh, exploitative. Uh, you, why won't you vax your kids? If you don't do what we say, you're not going to get your support. What they're really trying to do here is they're trying to consolidate their opinion to gear their support, to put it behind Matthew McConaughey for the sheer purpose of scaring him into supporting their mandate. That's the way this whole entire works. That's the way this whole thing works. If you want our support, you want our money. If you want to carry our message, you need to carry the Joe Biden message. And guess who didn't buckle? Yeah, one Matthew Matthew McConaughey. Or uh, what was that early 90s movie that he had? Hey, 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 what was it? <laughs> he was <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Whatever. I don't know if it was Scott <laughs> Albert or or what it was. So uh, there you go. I've uh, I'm I'm a big fan of his of the movies that I've seen. Right, Contact, a few others, but I don't know. I can't uh, I, I can't tell you that I'm really um, the biggest Matthew McConaughey fan. I'd like to keep uh, Governor Albert uh, the, of the great state of Texas. Uh, probably the governor there uh, for the un- for the foreseen future, and I think that would be good. Five fifty fifty five hundred. That's five fifty fifty five hundred. Uh, speaking of gambles, gambits, and things like that, New Mexico took one. We'll talk about one when we return and how New Mexico lost. Yep, more than a billion dollars. We'll do that when we return with uh, D Dowd Muska, the Dow three thousand, right here in the Kiva on AM sixteen hundred KIVA ABQ dot FM. Here's the uh, great uh, inhaler himself. Willie Nelson ran from the IRS, smoked a lot of dope, and he sings about just breathing. Thanks for listening. Some folks just got one, others they've got none. Stay with me. Let's just breathe. Practice are my sins, never gonna let you win. Under everything, just another human being. Oh. Yeah, I don't want to hurt her. There's so much in this world to make me believe. Stay with me, you're all I see. Did I say that I need you? Did I say that I want you? Oh, if I didn't, I'm a fool, you see. No one knows this more than me. I come clean, I wonder every day. Don't forget to tell your friends, family, and your world what your favorite radio station is. The Rock of Talk at abq.fm and AM1600 KIVA. The Kiva, here in Albuquerque. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. MakeUsGodlyAgain.com Ready for some adventure? Then explore our new array of Lear's superior camper shells and tonneau covers at Smith's Ultimate Linings. Fiberglass base rails, trimless edges, DuPont automotive finish. Enjoy safety and superior advantages Lear offers. We'll even take $100 off with a purchase of a shell and liner. 
visit our website at smithsultimate.com or call us at 505-332-1403 to begin your journey today with Smith's Ultimate Lining. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 11.30 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also have over 100 lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973, for all your plumbing needs. Reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243 this is ground control to Major Tom. You really made the grade, and the papers want to know whose shirt you wear. Now it's time to meet the capsule if you dare. This is Major Tom to ground control. I'm stepping through the door. And I'm floating in a most peculiar way. And the stars look very different.
trillion, million, 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 with all of that, uh, the Billy, the space oddity, his name is Sir Richard Branson. <laughs> and uh, Carl Sagan, when he was talking about billions, I don't think he was talking about the billions that we're going to be talking about right now. A piece found only at www.rockoftalk.chat and an important one at that so that you understand the greatest boondoggle in the history of the state of New Mexico has now been achieved and shall never be eclipsed. Pardon me. <laughs> Pun with all of that, but uh, astronomical. Uh, speaking of another boondoggle, the, the Eclipse Aviation. What am I talking about? I think they actually used part of uh, those tin cans to try and drive whatever it is that they were doing weirdly in uh, T or C. Truth or consequences, and uh, there's no truth and no consequences down there for either Richard Branson or the bad politicians who passed New Mexico's largest boondoggle uh, on record. And ladies and gentlemen. We present to you the billion-dollar failure known as Virgin Galactic. Well, you couldn't have said it better, Eddie. Uh, there, are, there may not be consequences for the politicians in New Mexico, but there's truth on rockoftalk.chat. Uh, we encourage you folks to subscribe. This is our fresh piece. I, I promised it earlier in the week. Um, I had to actually leave this conference call Monday to come, to come into the studio and do the show. Every uh, four times a year, you are required, if you're a publicly traded corporation, you've got to disclose your quarterly earnings, your, you know, your revenue, your EBITDA, what is that, earnings before interest EBITDA, tax? EBITDA, earnings EBITDA, before interest tax. Depreciation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, you, so you can't get away from this. If you're publicly traded, the Fed's mandate that you do this. So when you're kind of a phony baloney company like Virgin Galactic, you've got to get out in front of this stuff. You've got to disclose certain, certain, disclose certain things, but of course you also want to put a shine on that sneaker and talk about how wonderful everything is, even if you have no revenue. So Monday they had their conference call. Uh, it goes out to reporters, the you know people who work in the uh, cover those particular trades like aerospace. A lot of the big investors, and this was very interesting, Eddie, on that call. We had people from Jeffries Investments, Bernstein Investments, the Bank of America. Um, these are the people representing major shareholders in this company, and they want to know what the heck's going on. And they asked a couple of very interesting questions. Uh, in particular, uh, when do you think you'll be cash flow positive, guys? Because it hasn't happened yet. Um, my my take on this because Isn't that a as you know, question at this point. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> the sound of one hand clapping, and you know, um, my my interest uh, here is I've, I've been looking at. We didn't know much about our business partner, our New Mexico business partner, Virgin mm. Galactic, when it was privately held. This was basically a little boutique shop that mm. a British billionaire would British. put his own money into. We, we didn't know how much. For did example, you say, a, did you say his own money? Has he ever had his own? <laughs> oh money? no, no, he got it. We'll get into that. He got he got <laughs> it back. Um, and and he, part of the reason he got it back was you you you, Mister and Mrs. Taxpayer, in New Mexico. Um, but like Jeff Bezos, who puts his own money into the privately held Blue Origin, if you're not a publicly traded corporation, you can do pretty much whatever you want. You're a single investor or maybe you're a partnership. Once you start selling shares to the public, all those regulations kick in at the federal level, and you've got to report this stuff every quarter. So they had what they call an earnings call, and I put it in quotes in the piece because, of course, we know Virgin Galactic doesn't have any earnings. Um, <laughs> They call it their a financial results call. So, oh. uh, yeah, at least they're oh. honest about that. So I, I went through the, the call and the, and the information disclosed. 
And I've been keeping a tally of how much the company, how much money the company's lost since it went public. Now, as I said, in the, that early decade or so, we don't know how much of Branson's money he just funneled into this thing. The, the, the reporters and the people, you know, the knowledgeable people in aerospace think that before the, pub, the initial public offering, before it went public two years ago, Branson spent something like a billion dollars putting money into this phony baloney tourism firm. Sure. That amounts to about maybe $83 million a year. Uh, that, that he put in over over of a de- decade or 11 or 12 years. So we don't know about the f- official losses until 2017. So as of quarter number three, which just wrapped up, they just issued their financials for quarter number three, I took calendar year 2017, calendar year 2018, calendar year 2019, calendar year 2020, and the first three quarters of this year that we have the data for. And wouldn't you know it, folks, we just crested one Billion dollars in losses for Virgin Galactic. One billion dollars. And don't forget, that's the only, that's the money we know about that they were legally required to disclose. The actual number number is probably more like two billion, given that Branson put a billion in before we started counting. And Eddie, I find it extremely interesting that Richard Branson, he no longer controls this publicly held corporation. He doesn't have a majority stake in it anymore. He's, sold his stock in three different tranches, as they say in, in yeah. Wall Street. Tr- They're very hot. The tranche or the tranche, yeah, uh, the, the French term. And for all the people speculating about him putting a billion dollars into the company before it went public, his three separate sales amount to $950 million. It's uh, almost like, Eddie, he uh, tried to get back all the money uh, he, he, he put in. It's just funny how Wait, I don't he, know how that the works. Money comes, the money goes in one way, and then it goes... <laughs> like the Willy Wonka chocolate factory. <laughs> I want an Oompa Loompa now, now. But, uh, you put it all the way through, and then you come out with the everlasting gobstopper. Right. Augustus Gloop, Augustus Gloopy, big, fat, stupid income poop. Um, that would be the New Mexico taxpayer, actually, uh, unintentionally. Also, very interesting, they floated more shares. They need money because they burned yeah. through cash. So they disclosed that they raised $500 million dollars by selling another 13.7 million shares. For those of us who own shares in Virgin Galactic, when you sell more of the shares, it dilutes the value of the shares that you do have, or in my case, the one share that I have. I ran the numbers on that, Eddie. They were charging for the the stock they sold in July. They were in the $30 to $40 range selling their stock. Why were they selling, why were they issuing those new shares in July? Well, it was right around the time that Richard Branson came to New Mexico, one of his rare trips to New Mexico, yes. and was getting worldwide attention for his test flight. Yep. Okay, They sold at the peak of the current market, prompting me to consider the claim that this was all a pump and dump to goose the stock so they could issue more sales. This test flight, which we know there was a red light went off, and they continued even though they were outside of their, their, their flight envelope. They kept flying. They kept that motor lit. Uh, more and more, it's really looking like this was a stunt. He didn't care so much about beating Jeff Bezos in his space. Yeah. He just needed to goose that stock price so they could issue more shares and raise more money because they were running out of cash. Uh, I think it's a very legitimate criticism. And final, the, the, my final point in this piece, which is just adding insult to injury to New Mexico, <sighs> the CEO said on the call, I took it down word for word, Spaceports, plural, spaceports. We are planning, when we go to our commercial service period, spaceports. We will be launching from spaceports. We know they have signed memorandum of agreement with Sweden and with Dubai. There's other parts of the world that they're looking at launching from. uh, They have the uh, the tiny uh, whatever those satellites are. 
Yep, yep. And then then this this was even off the scale even for me. This is them slinking to the very bottom of the swamp. One of their big announcements Monday was they are launching what they call, quote, a new design and collaboration center where the next generation of our vehicles will be designed and engineered. Hmm. Well, they're headquartered in Las Cruces, New Mexico, right? So you'd think that new design and collaboration center is going to be in New Mexico, right? Oh, no, it's going to be in Los Angeles, creating more work and more jobs for people outside of New Mexico. If they even do that. I if mean, they even do, if, if, if you they want even to do see that. something, you know, remember pets.com or, you know, whatever, all those the, the dot coms. That's essentially what this is. Yep, They're finding yep. new ways to weave stories, uh, create as they have um, a, a Disney former director uh, as part Good of point. their head. I mean, they have created a level of Fantasia. And you're believing in all the fairy tales and the myths, ladies and gentlemen. And guess who's helping them along the way? Corrupt politicians who are doing everything in their power to make sure that that money burn still happens. Because somehow they've created the mirage that their voters are going to believe that something is going to happen. Yep. Now, what we know, let's just go ahead and uh, go reverse and, and uh, really deal with the, the actualities. We know that Richard Branson did not... Uh, get past the envelope to get into space. Correct. You know that that didn't happen. He actually didn't get out of his chair until they were on a descent, which gives you zero G's. And that's what you saw in the film. So a complete and total illusion uh, met with all the bells and whistles from, you know, a late night uh, uh, show uh, host giving all the play by play on this and the oohs and the ahs, not to mention a bike ride film four days before <laughs> everything was staged. The Fiction. whole entire thing was just set up for you. And you're like, we got into space. All the politicos raced out there and they said, OK, look, we got into space. This is the real thing. Now it's uh, fast forward a month from that to the end of August, beginning of September. And you immediately realize that they're getting fined by NASA and Bezos. Not even a week later goes higher, farther, faster and lands on his own in one one unit. Never leaves that. Meanwhile, Elon Musk, the first and the second richest men in the world. Do it successfully without any pomp and circumstance on their own with legitimate astronauts to actually go up. And you, New Mexico, have been taken for the ride of your life without paying the $250,000, which we still can't substantiate. We still can't substantiate the actual numbers that have been fielded by Virgin Galactic in the UK and the number of reservations. And you have not got any of the revenue that's coming from that. Meanwhile, you've been built for $220 billion to start an additional 70 billion, uh, additional $70 million on top of that, coupled with the uh, Chamath Palapatia pump and dump, which yep. they didn't pay off their loan. And they certainly, they certainly could have paid that. Hey, you know what? We want to have some money in good faith here and go ahead and pay off the money that New Mexico uh, built for us. And then you got, hey, that's not our only tenant. We've got several other types of tenant. If Virgin Galactic doesn't work, we've got eight or nine different companies. And what we find, there are all these little, I guess to use that word now, nincompoop uh, companies that are funded out of people's garages, <laughs> literally out of their garages to go ahead and run stuff for New Mexico Tech. This is a failure of epic proportions. Unfortunately, you won't be able to watch the crash land because there isn't going to be much left of the New Mexico spaceport once this uh, once the final chapters of this entire thing have have been run. Five, yeah, and this, this fake company, Eddie, it doesn't even have the decency. Remember, they charged the tourism department uh, to have the little logo on that stunt they did back in July. And I'll just reiterate again, 
we've been told over and over again, you know, new, the new space, commercial space is coming to New Mexico. Our business partner, as of Monday, announced a design and collaboration center Ooh. that they will be building in Los Angeles, not New Mexico. There it is, folks. That's uh, all she wrote. You can find the complete and total write-up uh, directly at rockoftalk.chat. Reporting like on other place, anywhere else. Thanks, everybody, for listening. New Mexico, you're the big loser for investing a quarter of a billion dollars, and Branson makes a billion dollars on the deal. 441, back in four. We're going to do that Darian Bashir story probably for the next hour. With Enchantment Sports, Mark Smith. We'll do that when we return right here in the Kiva. In the time I'm chimpanzees, I was a monkey. Butane in my veins and I'm out to cut the chunky with the plastic eyeballs. Spray paint the vegetables, dog food stalls with the beefcake pantyhose. This is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We focus on construction, onshore energy, defense contractors, health care, professional liability, and a variety of other industries. Call us today at 883-3683. 883 883- Hi, I'm Ben Lucero, president and owner of Indigo Mortgage and proud to be a locally owned and operated mortgage company right here in New Mexico. Being local carries many positives for consumers, such as being able to meet face-to-face, you will receive quick response times, and all loans are processed here locally. And you will always talk with the same people from application to funding. All of our employees live here, and all profits from loan origination stay right here in New Mexico. Indigo Mortgage believes in supporting our local economy, and if at all possible, we use local vendors for supplies and technical support. 
I personally hire and vet all loan officers, and I assure you that your loans will be dealt with both ethically and with knowledge. Indigo Mortgage can offer the best rates and terms available on the market, so contact us today on the net at indigomortgage.net or by calling 836-5700. That's 836-5700. Indigo Mortgage, because nobody cares more about your mortgage loan. NMLS, 188-348. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. 2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque. from a hiatus uh, back in 1988, six years. I don't know what was going on with uh, big old Ted Erlander, but he was not uh, touring for uh, several years there, D-Dad Muska. He got back on the road back in 1988, uh, the, the great Steve Miller. Still, Steve Miller still with us? He is. We looked it up uh, a month ago or so, didn't oh, we? Oh, did we? I don't yeah. remember. What, uh, I, I can't recall what year I'm in. Are we still in COVID? Somebody wake me up. Uh, we're going with uh, Mark Smith. Enchantmentsports.com. You can find it at uh, TikTok Sports. 
WPComstaging.com. Wow, that's quite the... Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, it just goes, it takes that's, me directly to, to something else. But, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, it's just EnchantmentSports.com. Oh. I'm not sure what the the other one is. I, I don't get all that technical stuff. Yeah, well, you know... My just... wife used to figure it out for me, but she <laughs> gave up trying to teach me. Jet Airliner, by the, by the way, that's uh, one of... My favorite, if not the fav- my favorite intros really? of all time. We did I love it just that for intro. you. It just all ca- oh, no, it's somehow it all came together today on this day just for you. We'll remember uh, Wednesday, November 10th. Yeah, the album yeah. version has the long intro, which uh, is just great. Well, uh, I think I, it was like 77, I want to say that song. 70, 77, I'm usually pretty good at that. Uh, Steve Miller, that sounds about right. Uh, yeah. Dad will have it in about jo- Joker was uh, his first. Huge hit, which was 1973. Do they call you the uh, Space Cowboy, or does your wife call you the Gangster Uh, of Love? Which one? Well, it used to be the Gangster gangster of Love. love. Yeah, Yeah. and now it's She calls somebody uh, else Maurice? (laughs) Now she calls me Maurice. (laughs) Oh, wow. You've got all three. Boy, he's the multiple personality. You're like that guy. Yeah, the aging process has not been good for the Gangster (laughs) of Love. (laughs) Wow. Well, they they make things. They make we do things. We do things for that. We got drugs. We got things. Yeah, right? I like this desk in here. By yeah, way. it's uh, it's frilly. It's got yeah. a lot of stickers, of pop culture, and yeah. you know, I'm a fun guy, by the way. Yeah, and, I like uh, that. I definitely, I definitely grow on you. Hopefully, hopefully <laughs> you understood that. Okay, so very quickly, I just want to kind of delve into this. You and I connected two years ago, uh, right. probably about a month after the death of the, um. Jackson Weller, Jackson Weller mm-hmm. uh, and his family. Our condolences to the family. Uh, justice has been served, at least to a certain degree, as much as justice can. Does justice ever get served in New Mexico? I'd say no. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, the you saw, of course, the violent uh, tragedy. There's there's three stories here. There's a story of what really happened. There's a story that the University of New Mexico Lobo Athletic Department has, and then there's the uh, actual story that happened. You know, with regard to you know, shutting everything down of the, the businesses yeah. and everything. So there's really three stories to tell. And so, well, if you remember right off, uh, actually, you and I had talked a little bit, I think, before you would even become aware of the video no, and I went, then got a hold of me. But I went, I knew the guys who owned the bar, right, which but, is now defunct. And so I went in there and asked them to see it. And I was the only person to see it, but I didn't, I didn't have good relationships with, Anybody in the news media that I want to give it to, I would never give it to Chris Ramirez ever. I would never give it to uh, what's that other guy in Channel Seven or Channel Three, like, uh, Larry Barker. <laughs> like these are people I would ne- they would just politicize it in my opinion. Yeah. So you got to see the actual video, and I appreciate that. Uh, I'll appreciate that forever that you were the oh, one that set that. me up with that. Um, but remember how many wild stories came out before? Oh yeah. Uh, before. Um, we saw the video even right. that weekend. Mm-hmm. Remember, it was just crazy. There was so many things going on, uh, you know, that that he was shot in imbibe during a brawl that, you know, I mean, there was so many stories flying around on Twitter and everything. And uh, I thought you and I had talked that weekend about what appeared to be true at that time, then you got a hold of that video soon. I think. Yeah, soon, like right, right, literally right after. Yeah. Yeah, and then everything. you were telling me uh, what you had seen because I know we were picking each other's 
Well, yeah, I saw the little it. video because Mark, right. uh, the owner of that, he's a pious grad and a good guy. And, uh, you know, Imbibe was, Imbibe probably had the best setup if you wanted to go in and have a good night of cocktails and hanging out. Like, there's nothing like Imbibe. And now that's gone. Okay, really true. Yeah. I mean, we had yeah. the, we were doing some stuff for some promotional things and it was all set up. So I called Mark. I said, do you, can I see that? And mm-hmm. I do it. And then I approached him. I said, you know, we got to figure out a way to disseminate this without necessarily disseminating because you have a whole sticky situation on it. And his camera picked up some things, as you saw there, which made it so clear cut, so upfront that they're like the, the defense of Darian Bashir is literally impossible. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, um, you know, as I wrote in my column, uh, which will remind people what you and I uh, are discussing today, uh, the column I had out, enchantmentsports.com, and I I talked about, I wrote about how you and I, uh, well, I didn't write about how you and I, because the thing with the, about I, I, the I, video. I leave, me out, leave me out of it. Well, yeah, because uh, Mark Harris, now that you brought him up, mm-hmm. uh, he had, uh, he was a source for me, and right. I wanted to stay out of it, wanted imbibe out, and mm-hmm. So I've never said anything about it. Mm-hmm. I would not have today either had you not said it because I, I said I it said, from the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I haven't talked to Mark in uh, probably a year or so well, now. You, you went to go take those pictures, and I think you went back, and we just basically yeah, we stay. I stayed in real close contact Good. with Mark, and it was just um, it was disgusting the spin mm-hmm. that UNM put on it. Yeah, tell me about that. Tell, well, tell us more you about know, that. Uh, and I. Interestingly, I was uh, not made aware of the oppressor, which was a, a month after. Yeah. And uh, that was before I had seen the video, in fact, mm-hmm. uh, in which they concocted the story about his first date and uh, so nervous and all that kind of Jackson stuff. Jackson Weller, you're speaking Jackson of. Weller, At yeah. At the Nob Hill Bar and Grill. And called him John Wayne, and, you know, he was protecting his first date who got shoved to the ground and it was just this wholesome evening well you know as we were saying a few minutes ago all the crazy stories going around one of the stories if you remember i'll back backtracking a little bit here that first weekend was that they were just out there on their own and this crazy gunman just came up and randomly shot the guy, you know, and it smoked the business area in Knob Hill, mm-hmm. just destroyed them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that, that next, w- and the next weekend was something big. Remember it was, uh, it was like, uh, was it Memorial Day weekend maybe? No, that was, like no, that? this happened the weekend of Cinco de Mayo when it happened. Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah, exactly. So, so what it happened? was May 4th was the, the shooting. And so May 5th, the next day, is Cinco de Mayo, and it was dead. the place was dead. Yeah, so just, what? So the whole entire thing, how I got involved and I knew where it happened, it was uh, we just needed to pr- protect the impact of what was happening because we were getting very limited information, as we continue to do from Channel 4, 7, 13, because journalists just don't do their damn no, job. No, and they still and have no, never done and it. And they've, they've got no relationships, and they're all about protecting the mayor. And you saw the mayor, Tim Keller, go there a week later, and he's like, we're coming. We're, we're going to have a gun grab. Yeah. We're coming here to take all the guns back. And once we showed them that they were going to come and take the gun grab, that whole thing just stopped altogether. Like, oh, wow. We know who it is. It is an, an African-American from the near Northeast Heights. 
a part of this group of people. His his cousin committed uh, a similarly heinous act, shooting a woman who was his girlfriend seven times, uh, oh, which yeah. was a, I became aware of that. So we saw all these tragedies that could have all been prevented. And then we go, go back and learn about Darian Bashir is that he was firing an AK-47 back in February at the Albuquerque Police yeah, Department. out of a but moving be, vehicle, yeah. Because, and because of the Arnold tool, the threat risk assessment tool, which allowed Darian Bashir to go back out, Jackson Weller's dead. And the blood of Jackson Weller is on the city of Albuquerque. It's on the, I, I mean, it's all about, it, also the district attorney as well. Well, and you're, yeah, you're, you're exactly you right. Somebody, you stabbed somebody or shot somebody in November, and he was out because uh, Raul Tauteris, who's running for attorney general, is too damn lazy, wasn't doing his job, and let Darian Bashir back in November. I mean, this was just a culmination of a series of events that all could have been uh, prevented. And and you and I, uh, I was on the air with you during that mm-hmm. time, and we both were up in arms about yep. all of that stuff. And I wrote a column about that, too, calling out the mayor, calling out athletic director Eddie Nunez at the time. Hey, can we, is this the time to finally say something? Because it was always, we'll address that, the violence later. We'll address it later. Well, this was the time. And that was again before I had seen the video or anything. And, uh, you know, there's so many moving parts to this. Uh, one of which was, and this is something I addressed in the column today that it wasn't just this first date deal and UNM made this uh big spin of that uh that you know they were bar hopping eyewitnesses said they him and Weller and other players the day of a there game there was only one other player and there was four there was three players that were out one went home early because remember they had the game the right. next day Jackson and, Weller wasn't a player and one of the players that was out he was out with his girlfriend and he had actually, Jackson has seen his girlfriend or his date or whatever over at Knob Hill. The It all escalated at Knob Hill. They got into it. And then about an hour and a half later, as things continue to culminate, after closing time, because they went to last call, and it was like right at 2 a.m. when all this stuff takes yeah, place. By two, yeah, two, by two when there was two skirmished and then 2.15, yeah. I think. was Yeah, the and then so that car but, rolls out right outside. we got to hit right. the top of the hour, but we okay. the car rolls out right outside, Mark. And then Jackson Weller with two people, there's two accessories to the murder, two people roll up in the car, they pop the trunk, Jackson, I mean, uh, Darian Bashir picks up the gun. Right. And then as soon as he grabs the gun on the back of the car, he walks right up to Jackson Weller, just looks at him for about, was it like a pause of two to three seconds and then just shoots him right in the, right in the they, Well, yeah, we'll, we'll get into more of that and it's good to hear some of this to get my recollection going of yeah. all that. Uh, but yeah, after uh, we come back, yeah, let's we'll let's hit the top of the hour. That. We're speaking with Mark Smith, Enchantment Sports, EnchantmentSports.com. He has all the writing, the only reporting on the true story, plus shots of the video, uh, not the actual video itself, but uh, shots of the video uh, that uh, he was allowed to go ahead and take and uh, run with. So we're going to hit the top of the hour news. Thanks for listening, everybody, on AM six hundred KIVA, ABQ.FM, RockofTalk.com. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA, Albuquerque. As the Kyle Rittenhouse trial continues, Kenosha County Circuit Court Judge Bruce Schroeder ripped into Assistant District Attorney Thomas Binger for attempting to admit evidence 
through a line of questioning with Kyle Rittenhouse that Schroeder had previously ruled Binger could not ask about. Before so why? Testimony, Your Honor. Pardon me? That was before the Don't testimony. Don't get brazen with me. Uh, uh, you knew very well. You know very well that an attorney can't go into these types of areas when the judge has already ruled. Inflation is spiking big in the United States. Americans are paying more for things like gas and groceries, with the consumer price index rising 0.9% in October. Many analysts are blaming supply chain issues for the increase. The White House announcing President Biden will sign a big infrastructure bill on Monday. USA Radio News. Here's the deal. I've had constipation with belly pain, discomfort, and bloating for years. I've tried a lot of laxatives and fiber supplements, but my symptoms keep coming back. You could have a chronic condition called irritable bowel syndrome with constipation, or IBSC. Linzess, or linaclotide, is a prescription medicine that treats IBSC in adults. Linzess works differently than laxatives. It lets you have more frequent and complete bowel movements and helps relieve overall abdominal symptoms, belly pain, discomfort, and bloating. These symptoms were studied in combination, not individually. Do not give Linzess to children less than two years old. It may harm them. Do not take Linzess if you have a bowel blockage. Get immediate help if you develop unusual or severe stomach pain, especially with bloody or black stools. The most common side effect is diarrhea, sometimes severe. If it's severe, stop taking Linzess and call your doctor right away. Other side effects include gas, stomach area pain, and swelling. There could be more to your story with IBSC. Talk to a doctor today. Say yes to Linzess. Learn more at Linzess.com or call 1-800-L-I-N-Z-E-S-S. Sponsored by Abbey and Ironwood Pharmaceuticals. Americans are paying more for things like gas and groceries with the consumer price index rising 0.9% in October. This as supply chain issues continue across the country with stores even warning folks that your traditional Thanksgiving Day items may not be available this year. Congressman Andrew Harris telling Fox News a lot of people in his district are concerned. What's on people's minds are the fact that, again, they, they may not be able to get the things they need for Thanksgiving. If they do, it's going to cost more. If they travel, it's going to cost more. Uh, th this infrastructure bill, again, and especially the one that the president still hopes that Congress passes, will do nothing except make those problems worse. The mountain of lawsuits over the Astro World concert tragedy in Houston is growing. The latest is filed by attorney Marco Crawford, whose daughter was in the crowd with her friends. Eight people were killed, including two teenagers, when the crowd surged towards the stage. USA Radio News. Hi, I'm Wayne Alaroos. If you like my radio show, you're going to love my podcast, War Raw. Each podcast, I present my top ten most outrageous, salacious, and controversial stories of the week. I break down the best of the best raw truth stories for conservatives, libertarians, patriots, taxpayers, Trumpers, and deplorables. Anyone who appreciates God, guns, gold, and tax cuts will stand up and cheer for War Raw. Check out this week's War Raw podcast right now. It's available to download at iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, or wherever you listen to podcasts. War Raw. War Raw. The White House gave an update Wednesday on the fight against COVID-19 in the United States. The Pfizer vaccine was approved for use in children ages 5 through 11 almost two weeks ago. Yet some parents are still hesitant about letting their children get the shot. CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky has a message for those parents. The voting members of the committee and I agree that the available safety immunogenicity and efficacy data support getting our children vaccinated. This recommendation was further recognized and supported by the American Academy of Pediatrics and the American Medical Association. This as myocarditis is a concern of many parents, especially of teenage boys. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Berg.
House Speaker and California Democratic Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi is leading a delegation of Democratic lawmakers on a visit to the COP26 UN Climate Conference in Glasgow, Scotland. Speaker Pelosi promising to address climate change with initiatives in the Build Back Better bill. We have a goal, we have a timetable, we have milestones. And what our purpose is, is in our legislation uh, to reach those milestones. The Democrats did all fly to Scotland on a private jet. More news online at usaradio.com. For USA Radio News, I'm Tim Bird. Albuquerque's macro aggression. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk on AM1600, KIVABQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. Hour 2, just for you, Roku TV, Amazon Fire, and Apple TV. Don't forget to check us out on a delay with podcasting on Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Subscribe at www.rockoftalk.check. Get all the notes so you're not just floating in the podcast of fear. I just made that name and uh, uh, word up there uh, for you, D-Dowd Muska here. Hour 2, uh, all just for you on rockoftalk.tv and rockoftalk.com. Uh, dot com as well. 65 great radio stations to serve you on that rockoftalk.com uh, app as well as our, you know, wonderful, beautiful faces minus uh, Mark Tiki Talk Smith. Uh, what is that name? TikTok or uh, Tiki? Tiki is uh, <laughs> actually from my old high school. Oh, your old high school. Yeah. Everybody would know that. You're still keeping up with, uh, you're still uh, back in the glory days, you and uh, yeah. Bruce Springsteen. Wearing uh, tassels on my shoes, uh, <laughs> a la Luther Tiki Burden, who used to oh, be okay. uh, University of Utah star, and then uh, went away, went, then got drafted in the NBA, oh. played for the Knicks, and then was... Uh, arrested and convicted for armed robbery and served a stint in Rawway State Prison and uh, ended up uh, dying dying a few years ago. It's an insulated Uh, world in the sports world. Nobody ever, you know, the names are all repetitive. There's way too many. Everyone's a legend in their own mind. mm -hmm. I mean, uh, you know, I'm a father. I know you're a father as well. I got to tell you, I'm not a, a one of those guys that has ever glorified a single athlete minus maybe Muhammad Ali, the greatest, or maybe uh, Michael Jordan. So, you know, these stories get lost, but yours haven't. And you've been sticking with this story with Jackson Weller and inevitably ended up at a place where we could actually try it here uh, in the uh, state of New Mexico. Maybe the quickest verdict we've ever had on a first degree yeah. murder charge yeah, in the was... history of New Mexico. I mean, you ever seen that? I, uh, I, yeah, I, I haven't followed that many uh first degree murder trials uh, yeah uh, five hours or schmuck but uh yeah i was i thought for sure it would take a day but yeah, uh, no they do yeah, the open uh, and shut case it was so, and and i and like you said earlier uh if you saw the video that's the only conclusion you could come to yeah, there's zero, which is what i had right. you know in my column today that you know we saw uh there really isn't any spin you can put the now what you you couldn't tell of course it was silent mm-hmm. and so you don't know what was being said and the defense uh, the defense was that there were racial slurs and they oh. were threatening him oh yeah they, you uh, gotta always go racial but right. at, and in this case i went you know went down and did investigating and was the only one that spoke with eyewitnesses and stuff, mm-hmm. uh, who all said yes, there were, but they were both ways. 
Mm-hmm. There was a lot of that going on okay. down there. So there's another part uh, of the story. And bombs and cracker the other way. All of those things don't look good for a Lobo athletic program. Yeah, and that's right? kind of your focus, right? The sports stuff. So why is that? Yeah. Why is the night before? Why are baseball players hanging out at the bar till two a.m.? Is your, that, that's day, kind of your focus. Uh, and they had a game that afternoon. Yeah. Well, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the scheduled starting pitcher was one of those who was out with them that night. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, that. You know, and okay, they're adults. They, you've got your legal opportunities to be yeah. wherever you want. Sure, but you know, and if and if Ray Birmingham, the former coach, you don't want to. Uh, wait, wait, wait! Make, uh, former coach, when did he retire? He retired in April. This during year? the season, this past. That's year. interesting. So that's well, so you're so you're telling me the the coach. Who is carrying this? Ray Birmingham. I mean, I think I ran to him at the Lobo Club one time up there. Um, let me pull up the information. Yeah, okay. So he retired. Not a good look after the last couple of years there. Uh, Mark losing oh. season. Uh, season canceled to COVID, and then uh, sixteen and twenty-four. And does the baseball season end in April? No. Uh, he announced that he would be retiring at the end of the season. The bad season, by the way. Uh, yeah, and you know, so. before the season, it was all the usual hype. Mm-hmm. about how great they were going to be. The program was rebuilding into this great thing. And, you know, and I immediately thought, well, of course, he's he's getting out because that trial is going to come up. Really? And what what gonna, led you to that? What, well, what? I just my own Instinct? personal thought. Okay. Yeah, okay. because there was so much, you know, that you and I saw mm-hmm. that I reported. Sure, yeah. That was never brought out in the media. Mm-hmm. You know, the it just blew his whole narrative apart about this sweet romantic evening that you know his date got shoved to the ground and John Wayne protected her. So, now, so your so your beef with this whole thing is well, play, wait wait the, the players are out and then of course there's not good uh, managerial the kid is here for all intents and purposes out on the street drinking and there's a game the next day and the University of New Mexico Lobo baseball program is sort of exonerating the, uh, uh, themselves and saying, we don't have a hand in this. There's no responsibility. And they're treating them like a hero. I mean, I think I encapsulated pretty much your uh, son of it, right? Yeah. But I, you know, I wouldn't call it a beef about that because they have the right to do what they want. And uh, the coach has a right to do, to have a curfew or not. There was no but, curfew. But there was no curfew. But where I have an issue is lying mm-hmm. about the thing because you don't need to cover up the fact to try to make your program not look uh, like it could have looked, uh, you know, and, and maybe if you put that story, it's like I wrote today. It's a teachable moment. You know, tell your kids, look, don't get yourself in these situations. I'm sure you've been in plenty of them, and I, I am not throwing uh, any so stones. It's kind of, kind of uh, funny about what you say. Uh, I'll tell you something. Uh, you don't want to miss with a guy who's six foot five, 300 pounds. Uh, so let me just tell you right off the bat, there isn't anybody who's going to start a fight with me. Well, oh, well, and that, that <laughs> happened, like, I'm serious, universally. I haven't been in a fight since I was in middle school. Well, the last time uh, when I was a little kid. <laughs> I was never... It was never much of a brawler, of course, of yeah. my size. 
But I'm not going to throw stones at guys for going out and drinking and bar hopping because that. Well, if you know how to all... handle your mud, you know you know how to uh, treat your secret right. sauce. You can certainly do it. Now let me let's let's get but, back. But to... but but just to to wrap that up. So you know when they did the press conference, why not put the facts out there uh, about it? You know, it's does the guy deserve to get shot? Of course not. That's idiotic. If anyone were to think that you know that led to it, uh, that that. You know, he, oh, well, what is he saying? He deserves to be killed? Of course not. But, you know, stay out of situations that could lead to stuff, lead to trouble. You know, um, the old. I mean, if you didn't learn that by the time you're 18, you're certainly not going to lose, uh, learn it when, you know, the uh, hormones are pulsating, women are available, uh, there's uh, alcohol flowing, uh, not to mention now drugs. I mean, it's just not, it's not a realistic, I think, option for a lot of this. They're going to get away with whatever they can. And right. I'm, not, I'm not defending it, but there is a, a level of culpability on behalf of the University of New Mexico, which is what you're suggesting here. I, I'm suggesting to use it as a teachable moment with your other players, with the public. we got a dangerous city here. Okay. You know, you and I went ranting about it before we knew all the details. And, uh, you know, don't put yourself into these things. Although, again, I'm not throwing stones because I've been in bad, bad situations. But I do all I can to try to teach my 11-year-old not to to get into these kind of things. Look what happened to this guy, I'll tell my son. Look at this one. Look at this one. UNM Athletic Department is really good at covering up and not addressing what could have changed something. And this could have easily, easily been avoided. As you and I saw in that video, Mm -hmm. his friends tried to get him the hell out of there. Mm -hmm. And he left, came back, he he was punching stuff and went back and... uh, and then who knows what was being said? We'll never know exactly. The fact what, of the matter, though, exists that uh, one was weaponized, the other one wasn't. One had his fist, the other one literally grabbed a, a gun from the back of the car to kill Jackson. Willis. And wasn't even involved in the damn thing. He showed up as, as a hitman. No, no, he no, he actually had the altercation with Darian Bashir at the Knob Hill Bar and Grill. That's where the original interaction. Well, that is that never came out. No, it didn't. But that's what that's how this whole thing traversed. So they had their interaction at Knob Hill Bar and Grill. They came, showed up about an hour and a half later, you know, 1230. They were done there. They got kicked out. Weller got kicked out. They walked across the street, went to go hang out at last call and imbibe. They were having a good time. Uh, Weller came out. There was only three of them. I mean, just to kind of keep it really simple, Mark, is, I mean, our audience is trying to follow and track. And I understand where you are. Well, none of that came out in court, though. Well, whatever, whether, whether it did or whether it didn't, we actually have all the information. We know the information because we did the interviews. We we conducted all this information. I knew about that because I talked to other baseball players that had reached out to me. I never went public. He actually fought with Brashear. Yes. Yeah. That's the first I've heard of that. No, no. I, I, I said that two years ago when this ball came out like this, you know, got strewn out over uh, the, 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 the course of a couple of hours and there was nobody there to police any of that stuff. Nor would they, it's, it happens during the course of time. Well, let me finish because I think your, your beef, and I'm going to say that because you do have a beef. It's, 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 uh, it's just uh, a point. Well, no, you're you're driving it home, man. I mean, you you really are. There's something between you and the University of New Mexico Athletic Department, which you're totally entitled to do. And I think they have shown themselves everything from the 80s, the 90s, the criminals that have been out on the street, 
you know, we've had a certain number of, you know, whether it's being naked in the University of New Mexico uh, bas- uh, uh, parking lot out there or, you know, being, being drunk, being stoned, you know, football players. I understand that. The behavior is bad. But needless to say, we look at what happened in Knob Hill and the impact that it actually had on the businesses that were there right. has created a complete and total shutdown economically. Imbibe no longer business, last call is out. Like, there, it, it's vacancy. It's right. vacancy up and down, and you don't even need the, the bus route to go ahead and take it. So the economic impact, uh, University of New Mexico, and look, we can go back to Paul Krebs. You want to talk about the level of criminality in all this? I mean, we can go to Krebs. We can talk about well, this stuff. Th- this this just but- bad behavior that's happening within the University of New Mexico. R- R- uh, uh, athletic department. I right. think with Danny Gonzalez, that changes, especially with him re- recruiting more hometown people. I think with other people, with Patino, that changes. And I'm hoping for a new direction, but I think it's good that you're calling them to the carpet based upon the history that we've seen. Birmingham out, maybe not the best coach. You know, maybe the people that were here. Good at X's and O's, but not good about uh, keeping baseball players from from getting killed. And that's not a low blow. That is on his watch two years before he decided to go ahead and resign. For as long as he lives, he has to live with that as part of his legacy. That's the biggest part of his legacy, no matter how well he did in the in the uh, win loss call. Well, that yeah, I can't argue with that at all. Um, you talk about the businesses, and that that really bothered me too. And yeah. that's another thing why I thought it was important that the truth came out and that this yeah. wasn't some random exactly. act of violence. Yeah, and that's how they tried to spin it in that press conference. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't random. It's you know, it should have never happened. You got this guy who should never have been out on the streets. Mm-hmm. There's no arguing with right. that. Yeah. But it wasn't a random act of violence. It takes two to tango, and that's what happened. One was armed, one wasn't. And yeah. uh, I've got to uh, scratch your brain on a lot of this. You know, where do we go from here as far as recruitment? How does this impact, uh, you know, us being able to recruit? You know, the, you know we know the students talk. We know that parents are going to do their due diligence. Uh, we know that Albuquerque, we've got a kid who shot, you know, 24, 25 years old, graduated from St. Pius. He was shot uh, over at Frontier Restaurant. We've got real violence. And I want you to address some of that when we return, because I think it's really important. As you have kept your eye on the ball, we're speaking with Mark Smith, Enchantment Sports, EnchantmentSports.com. We've seen, Mark, uh, you cover, you know, the, the, the spectrum of athletes, the stories, uh, but most importantly, these programs. And you know, right now, uh, there's a bit of an existential angst that's going on in the football program, even with our new coach. And I'd love for you to address uh, a little bit of that. And, you know, what's the what are you hearing? What are you seeing as far as, uh, you know, sort of the temperature of what's happening at the University of New Mexico? Go ahead. Oh, uh, oh, I thought we were. Coming no, no, back we skipped to... the break. Oh, OK. Um, I, actually, um, I'm heading to uh, the pit after. Uh... Tonight, men's uh, opener, right? Opener with Florida uh, Atlantic. And um, curious to see how everything's going. I'll tell you something that uh, has impressed me right off the bat is that uh, uh, Patino has already uh, suspended a couple of guys uh, for disciplinary uh, reasons, which okay. is uh, a, a good sign. Um, Do we know for what? He hasn't said. And I. I haven't been close to much of anything. I've been kind of uh, hibernating, been uh, on a hiatus during most of the uh, shutdown. Um, but uh, I'm going to start following things a little more closely here. Um, but I, you know, to see that right away, that's good. Of course, you know, you got to wonder how it, those things will uh, shape up 
during the season when you've got more important contests and that stuff because we've seen it over the years a lot. You think players, that's scalable, huh? You think well, that yeah, I, we don't, I have no idea how mm-hmm. Patino's going to handle okay. it, but I've seen so many coaches over the years that you know were glad to put a guy on the bench for a half or whatever against uh, you know one of the non-conference opponents, but then when you get to the bigger games, we'll see. You know, you remember. Uh, and speaking of other issues that players have been involved with, a couple of years ago when uh, the basketball team was playing in uh, Nevada, yeah, they were in in Nevada playing. They come back and uh, uh, Lyle one of their players who didn't make the trip because he was injured had that house party and two people were shot at it. Uh, that was wow. during the, the year before the COVID stuff and uh, Jaquan Lyle, and he got suspended for two games, uh, broke all kinds of team rules. It was an Airbnb he rented that got destroyed. It was a pretty big story uh, out here. Two people got shot. And he was only suspended two games. Somebody, a friend of, I wish I could take credit for this, but a friend of By the way, of he's mine, playing professionally at the uh, Santa Cruz Warriors, uh, okay. NBA G League. <laughs> well, a friend of mine said, yeah, he got suspended two games, one for each person shot. <laughs> but, you know, how you don't, you don't get suspended for more than that. And then that same year was when you had a couple of different guys arrested. Uh, there were suspensions before the season and uh, just everything just went to hell and uh you know you you lose you the players don't respect the coach when there's different rules and they get moved around a mm-hmm. little uh, okay so the point is uh patino is doing a good job of making sure that his players behave and uh that at least is a good start i am i am it looks that way to me okay and so I'm uh, I'm hoping to uh, to see that, and it's you know it's everybody tough likes again. upstanding. Everyone likes upstanding, you know, uh, uh, sports figures in the community and things like that. But I got to tell you, when uh, Luke Longley and Rob Robbins were getting trashed on top of the roof of their house, and you know, Mike Williams, who wasn't coming home, I, they weren't exactly worried about how they were behaving. Is it a different time? Are we just looking more for some of our players? No. Are we a little bit too hard on our athletic? Uh, I mean, if we want to talk about you know, behavior. What about on the field behavior? You might remember, uh, I think her name was Elizabeth. What was the, uh, oh, the back in 2010? Soccer player. The soccer player. <laughs> Literally just like, I, I got to tell you, that's my style. You got to go back to 2010 uh, University of New Mexico Lobos versus the BYU. I mean, she was punching people in the back, ripping dang, their dang hair the down. <laughs> yeah, that was like <laughs> that the was most awesome BYU. stuff you've ever saw. I mean, and honestly, that was a good team. The University of New Mexico women's uh, uh, soccer team is uh, <laughs> again at the very top. Like what, Really, after watching and and being in this cesspool of Loserville for a, a a long amount of time and getting rid of the winners, we got rid of skiing, got rid of soccer. You know, somehow we figured out a way to make uh, football after it was doing really well by you know really admonishing Rocky Log and yeah. not not giving him the deal that he needed, and then hiring Loxley, and we of course yeah. know the bad behavior during that. Like, what what is more important? Can you have both? Can we have both winners uh, and good behavior? Or I mean, what? what I don't know if you're ever going to get both anywhere, you know, okay. but your question about how is it a different, different era? And I'd say, uh, yeah, a lot of it is because of social media and everyone having a camera 
and be oh. able to say so this behavior's going. always been going on. It's just it's now, it's just now a matter of phones and megapixels I that we've got. Totally believe that. I totally <laughs> oh and uh, you know, I think it's it's really tough for coaches in this in this era yeah. to uh have to worry about that phone ringing at all times at night. Yeah. Being a call from the police headquarters or mm-hmm. wherever it might be that somebody uh on their roster is Let me ask you a question. If a do they drug test for uh, the University of New Mexico football team, the baseball team, the basketball team. Do you know whether or not they do that? Do they, um, do they check for You know, THC? I don't know right now. I know that I know they, the programs I covered before when I was a beat writer uh, with the basketball team, I know mm-hmm. they did. Um, I don't know if it's a university rule. It's a great question, and I should know. I think it's the, I think uh, it's the only question because I think part of uh, the recruitment efforts at the University of New Mexico – uh, to be whether or not we've legalized it or not, you would think that it would help a certain caliber of uh, of athlete. Uh, Dowd, feel free to jump in as uh, he's a guy who's a uh, advocate for that. But I think it would be one of the quote unquote athletic loopholes, and especially when it comes to if we're going to be paying these, as you have uh, seemingly characterized, almost a class of individual that could uh, I don't know I, I don't want to say the word Dowd knows where I'm going with this. But, uh, Dowd, uh, let me just ask you very quickly, sir. I think this is a good question for you. Uh, with, uh, by the way, we're speaking with uh, Mark Smith in Chapman Sports. If we're not checking these guys for THC and, and all that, doesn't that help their recruitment uh, in, in, in a way? I think there's a part of that culture. Uh, certainly everything from the music that is being listened to and the culture that they're dreaming up on a football or, or basketball uh, uh, court. What do you think? What are your thoughts? So you, so you think when the when the when the big coach, you know, you see mm. these videos, uh, they, they sit down in the living room with mom and dad, yeah. and, and the player there, the coach says, "And listen, uh, mom and dad, he can smoke all the reefer all the weed he wants. wants." That's right. That's right. Is that a selling point? Uh, you, I, I'm baffled by um, the like, question. Because I, yeah, I got. Yeah. But that, that out. But, but I, culturally, I we made it okay. I can't imagine mom and dad would uh, enjoy that a whole lot, but the players might. I don't but know. The I mom and dads that are having can. 18, 19, 20-year-olds uh, were pretty much token it up because uh, they're, you know, 38, uh, 42-year-olds right now that are having those kids, I think, in that era. I mean, I think you'd be surprised about how much the uh, the needle has really moved. Well, I used to joke about the NBA mm-hmm. uh, that they uh, used to give drug tests uh to see about THC, mm-hmm. and if they caught somebody who was not on it, they would tell them to here, take <laughs> a few joints, right? Now. Yeah, you know. just to kind of even uh, out, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like what? What are you doing? You're in our league, and you don't right. get they're, stoned. They're, they're sort of grading on the, the curve there, aren't they? Right. Yeah. And, and on top of that, you have fewer than twenty out of wedlock children, Mister Player, yeah. interact together. <laughs> yeah. But, what's up with that? This I don't know. It's a matter how many millions they have. Uh, what is it? I think it's like. That 71% after five years, there's a stat, Dowd, 71, 70% after five years after uh, an NBA player retires, bankrupt, broke. Yeah. 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 It doesn't matter how much money and how much fun you have. It's, uh, there's, you've got, and you always got the victim story. Yeah. Everyone's the victim. Yeah. They, um, I, I, I've seen from the inside of some of that, yeah. uh, with guys that just, Man, throwing uh, throwing it away left and right. So you you're a father of eleven year old. You want yeah, your kids playing? That. You want your kids playing competitive sports with these gladiator well, uh, maverick? 
kid, kiddos. Yeah, unfortunately, seeing, seeing this level of behavior, the way that they treat others, they want to be treated like God. Like honestly, let's 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 assess the situation. We're developing, uh, you know, young young Mister Smith, and do we want him going to the University of New Mexico to? I don't know, be anything from a water boy to the starting quarterback. Well, unfortunately, Eddie, I wish I had that issue, but I've got a uh, a son who's uh, one of the best kids you could ever imagine to raise and uh, has been in the gifted program, is smart as hell, uh, is completely on the right and correct side of politics. Well, he's a political uh, already. Oh my gosh, he's a. Does I you know what bring... Let's Go Brandon uh, means? <laughs> yeah, we got our shirts, brother. All right, there we go. We've there got we our go. shirts. We're on the right side. Uh, but he's not uh, really into sports. I'd never tried to push him into it. Uh, I'm, I'm tried a few times to get him to watch this and that. Good. He doesn't like it, and that's how it is. The worst behavior you'll ever see is by parents, fathers, and mothers of young children who are living vicariously yeah. through their high school children. It's, yeah. It is the abhorrent, it's the most despicable, uh, abhorrent behavior that you will ever find. There is, nothing, there is nothing worse that you will see with that. In my opinion, these kids, they are the victims, but they're victims because they're children of parents who, by the way, had no ability to go ahead and see what the reality was. Raise kid, raise their kids the right way. I've seen the worst of the worst uh, behavior, and I did something. I got to tell you, I was like, I just my 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 son's kind of interested in in football, mm-hmm. but I have no interest in. <clears throat> you won't find a player who won more or all state awards than I did. Four all state awards. I mean, I was good at all that kind of stuff, but I did it because I wanted to do it. Yeah. And the moment I didn't want to do, it, I didn't want to do it. It was that that was it. You just kind of cut away. And I got to tell you, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of your son. I'm proud that. You know, there's so much more to life than sports. Uh, it's, it's, is, it's, um, it's, it's, it's like when we go to the baseball games or the basketball games, we're not even there for, to watch them anymore. You, you just heard, as you just said, you, you rifled off a name I've never even heard of. Every star athlete, with the exception of Royce Olme, in my book, by the way. I love, love Royce. I love that guy. He's that's my, my favorite number, guy. Number one. Number one in my book. And besides Royce Olney, I can tell you there's just nobody that I'm interested in as, as far as the University of New Mexico Lobo lore. No, I'm just, just, no. just not. I mean, it, you know, I've known it's because I know the kid. I know, well, he's you yeah. know, as old as me, but you know, you just forget about all these guys. Yeah, he's great. Um, yeah, you know, it's 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 interesting because when I was at the Journal, uh, I told all the guys in the sports department how I was going to write a column when I had my son Brock. Mm-hmm. And I said, I'm going to write a column. I am not you addressed to parents Mm -hmm. of their kids in sports. And I was going to call myself out early and list my behaviors and how I would never do this, that, or the other. And if you ever saw me doing it at a game with my son, you would call me out. I want this article to be in your memory. Unfortunately, um, I uh, left the journal, was no longer at the journal, however you want to phrase it. <laughs> Before I ever got the article written, yeah, I should I probably got, do it. I thought go. about doing it online, but he doesn't care about sports anyway. So uh, the same goes for him academically. Good. I n- not only do I not. 
put pressure on him. Yeah. My wife and I, and my wife's a teacher, and mm. we both have to talk him down from the ledge sometimes because he's one of these kids who beats himself up yeah. if he misses a question. And we're like, dude, you know, everybody, you can't get a hundred on every test. Mm-hmm. And, but he lets it eat away at him. And I, I've got to try to pull him back. Yeah. And, and so he doesn't feel these pressures, especially in this day and age where you see kids icing themselves. Yeah, but, the, the but just don't, don't take that away from him. I mean, uh, you know, I could tell you, uh, even if it's, let I, I would just say, I'm not trying to tell you to be a dad, but just let that let that fizzle out or build up however it wants to be. Everyone has sort of an innate ability to do something and achieve something at some time. And it's our job as parents to go ahead and uh, make sure that we can finesse and, you know, guide it and, you know, turn it into something that's positive because you either win or, or, or you either win or lose. And you don't want to ever lose a lesson when you do lose. Yeah. And when you win, you want to win for yourself. And that's all that matters. Because I can tell you, Every single time I talk to my son about anything, did you enjoy it? Did you have fun? What's going on? What did you learn? How old is he? He is nine. Yeah. And the the little one's going to be like stellar. He's going to be stupid, crazy, uh, athletic if he wants. Hmm. He could do the the, the kid, and it's all because of his older brother. Like the greatest gift the the big brother uh, has given the little brother Hmm. is his ability to never fail. The little one, and he was born at 28 weeks stayed in the hospital for like 60 days, got mm. through it. He's got the greatest big brother that you could ever, I never had a big brother. And I can tell you, if I had a big brother, I would want that kid to be my big yeah. brother all day yeah. long. He yeah. is literally the best. I was just uh, talking to my cousin this morning. I've got, we've got to run. By the way, with Mark Smith, you want to get the, uh, all the write-ups. Uh, and it's been really fun having you here. It's been right. some time. I got to take you to lunch, uh, sort of pay for your time to be here at some oh, point. Oh, sure. Yeah. Uh, sit, we'll sit here and listen to some of your old stories. But <laughs> my uh, cousin was here earlier. He stopped in, and uh, he was telling me about how he saw something happen between my kids when I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. And the little one, you'll love this, Stout, got the big one, the older brother, to get him a second piece of cake and get him to bring it to the table. <laughs> like- I was like... The fact that he knew that his brother would go and get and steal the piece of because he was only allowed to have one. Somehow uh-huh. negotiate. There was three trips that were made and only two trips should have been made. Yeah. Somehow he was able to finesse his brother into the risk taking factor of going to get the second piece of cake. So he didn't get blamed for getting a second. So piece. he's going to be eventually one of those guys that can. And I know this firsthand because. I was one of those guys, but who gets who gets the dumb kid in class to put the tack on the teacher's seat and then sits up front. He'll be the alpha and yeah. says he did it. That's right. There you go. Uh, it's a little bit of a mastermind there, uh, Mark Smith. Thanks for being here. Thanks yeah. for following up on that story. Uh, I think we should probably see if we might be able to get a hold of that video. And I think it's important for the public to see it. Oh, uh, I, I think so. The I, whole entire thing originated uh, with the, and I'm glad that Darian Bashir is, whatever might happen to him, I'm glad that he was convicted, uh, you know, and on behalf of the, uh, the state of New Mexico, I'd just like to offer our, you know, condolences to the family of Jackson Weller, who's uh, literally had to live through this uh, horrible time of something that happened in our city. And it's one of the reasons why we have to make the 505 a better place. Did you vote for me? I absolutely you did. did. Yeah, really? I absolutely. I show you. I'll show you right here. What? I took a picture of the ballot. Yeah. And uh, I've got uh, you and uh, my man Dan Lewis. What's um, that? Represent. Lewis. So 
right, right there, and yeah, I yeah. voted against the uh, soccer bond. Yeah. I don't know if a sports guy is supposed to do that, but I yeah, I way to go! You're cutting your own throat. So yeah, yeah. I uh, you know I listened to three debates. Yeah, what you, you think? Had. Huh? Did you Flat like that? out, you I, like, I and did, my wife voted for you Manny, too. Manny Manny still can't sit down. By the way. I'm you, having well, a hard time. You did a to... few things to the yeah. backside of it. Yeah, poor guy. Um, you know, I'm I'm very uh, anti-progressive. That's good. Uh, I thought Manny going into the thing before you ever got in it, mm-hmm. I thought, well, at least here's at somebody least he's not with Keller. At least, right? at least he's not Keller. There yeah. you go. And then when I listened to the debates. I was like, wow, yeah. you just smoked those guys. Yeah. And Manny came across ne- with never, some never, of this stuff. Yeah, he, it was crazy. How about just making oh. crazy accusations about, you know, someone's uh, someone's extramarital affairs? As if he didn't have any of that. Like, that this was, is a sheriff. Was, I'm now was, starting to wonder if nuts. every single person that he's put in the slammer, in the pinta, I'm now wondering if a, all those guys should be sort of retried. They might, they might yeah. all be innocent. I well, mean, but they, they put, what, 21 bullets in the... That one uh, yeah. young little girl, and she got, I don't know, but yeah. four, four, four and a half million. I know she was totally crazy and running around naked, but boy, that yeah, it's quite, quite, there's been quite some egregious. interesting stuff. But I'll tell you the one that, uh, that, that really, and it was like a small thing, maybe, and you guys, it wasn't a big deal at the time, but you guys were pressing him up about crime statistics. Oh, yeah. And, I think you gave exact stats, mm-hmm. and uh, they weren't good for him. And his answer to it was, "Well, I I am walking down the street the other day and uh, uh, spoke with a woman in yeah, her house. I, I listen to the people. Yeah, and I read the paper. His answers was, I read the papers." I watch the TV and I listen. And my I I take direction from the people. Yeah, I'm like, and I'm uh, like, what are you? I'm like, seriously, you that's know, that's really it, what it was. Just this one arbitrary person out there, just you know, Joe uh, Blow on the uh, corner, you and know. didn't no name with it or anything. No, oh, just yeah. nothing specific. You know, don't be too specific because then people might. Yeah, so it was. I uh, think we had to do this uh, one uh, one time for uh, good old times' sake. Why don't we do this? I think we should. Let's do it. We began tonight with Mr. Gonzalez. During COVID-19, we had sex offenders that were flying into Albuquerque and having sex with underage girls. And nobody should be able to walk around downtown without any clothes on. Mr. Gonzalez, we asked a question about how you're going to help businesses. Mr. Gonzalez, you you may answer the question. Can you please repeat the question? Yes. Please explain, after I gave you use of my radio station, Sheriff Mady Gonzalez, uh, why you decided to put me in front of the ethics board. Thank you. I have not put you in front of the ethics board. That was the doing of my political consultant. Uh, even there, he says sex. The Essex board. You know, I mean, like the whole thing, the fixation is sort of crazy, like how it yeah. just all kind of comes about. And then, you know, he says he didn't do it. And then he says that was his political consultant. And yeah, I'm like all sorts of crazy. Uh, James Hallinan. Uh, sorry, you're in the room. 
You get to tell me about the New Mexico Bowl and all that. Uh, I, we'll save all that for another Yeah, time. for another day? Yeah. I'm going to milk you for yeah, oh, you, my, got, you better go. I've got to cleanse the brain a little <laughs> bit here tonight. All right, for your son who's wearing the shirt at home and listening to you, does he get to listen to his day? I know you're not allowed a cumulus anymore. No, no, cumulus. Are you vaxxed, I've, by the way? I am vaxxed. Oh, you are? I, I, well, I'm vaxxed and I'm boosted, mm-hmm. but I'm like many other intelligent people against the mandate. You know, Manny Gonzalez wouldn't care if you're vaxxed because he's vaxxed, you know, but uh, he he would, he's the kind of guy who would want to know whether or not you're waxed though. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> we'll let it go. I, I just, I don't believe in the mandate. I, I, All right. Good. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Uh, All right. Let's go Brandon. We'll do this. Let's for go Brandon. All right. Uh, back after a quick break, Murder Mike with the return. I keep the drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. I keep the drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey. said the jest out the spread, it was lies. I remember how you wrote, but you haven't opened your eyes. These politicians are demons just in disguise. Hey. Look at Kyrie Irving and Nicki Minaj. Look at Australia, that's what's coming next. We don't stand up. Stop complying with them, taking our rights. It's time to man up. Republicans voting for red back laws, that's just what I can't trust. If you ask what's about the facts, then they gonna ban us. Hey, this is about control, everybody knows. Everyone complies with the kinds of pros. I don't need a plane, I just hit the road. I do what I want, I can't sell my soul. Talking about the crash, this is what you chose. Ruining the country, I think that's the goal. You gonna take the mark. I take never rose, I'm a man of God, I can never that's fall. Granted, I can control. I'm like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Let's go Brandon. Let's go Brandon and clear that man a rest. Let's go, Brandon, now the Taliban a threat. Hey, you planted now the Taliban is standing on our neck. Chanting death to America, you are belly president. Listen, I don't think you hear, man. Let me make it clear, man. Better keep your hands into yourself, that stuff is weird, man. I wish I could take you in the back place, smear the queer, man. You can take the backs, I fear God. I don't fear, man. I'm on gear 10, believe me, we ready to rumble. The only play the joke can execute. Is a fumble. I think we all know he's out to lunch. That dude went camping. I'm a Christian, so how do I say this? Let's go, Brandon. Let's go, Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planted. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. When you ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go, Brandon. Hey, let's go, Brandon. We know he capping. Patriots out in the street taking action, hunting us down for speaking the truth. Speak on the pedal to save all the youth. Media lying, ignore all the crying. They build them back better, but only the Taliban pilots on strike, but to show it's irrelevant. Open the border, lose all the order, divide us up we know that we never went, but we're united. We're here in the stadiums, everyone chanting and seeing it thundering. Biden collapsing and Democrats stealing it. Hey, we look at Joe. Can we get a refund? How about some mean tweets? Joe is a crook and he knows how to deceive. FJB is a motto in these streets. Let's go, Brandon. Sing Let's it with me. Brandon. I keep a drum like I'm Nick Cannon. Hey, 
Hey, let's go Brandon. Pandemic ain't real, they just planned it. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. You ask questions, they start banning. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Hey, hey, let's go Brandon. Hey, hey. Hi, I'm Kevin with Futons and Frames. We've been doing business in Albuquerque for over 30 years. We have the largest selection of futon frames in the state. Our futons are made right here in the USA. So if quality, service, and knowledge of product matter to you, then come on down to 4311 Manal or call us at 881-6863. Want the honesty, affordability, and reliability of a household plumber without the crack? Call Rogers Plumbing and Heating, family-owned and operated since 1973. For all your plumbing needs, reaching Albuquerque, Baylor, Moriarty, Santa Fe, New Laguna, Pueblo, and anywhere in between. Rogers Plumbing and Heating is not only fast and reliable service, being family-owned and operated since 1973 means they always put their customers first and hold each of their employees to the highest moral, professional, and ethical standards. So when you need a fix without the crack, call Rogers Plumbing and Heating at 243-9703. Something wonderful like all chocolate dipped cherries or pineapple or apricot glaze. How about chocolate caramels and creams, even red chili bars? Thousands of incredible delicacies at the Candy Lady in Old Town at 424 San Felipe and on the web at CandyLady.com. This is Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you to help your business. And right now, businesses are in desperate need of cash flow. Many businesses aren't going to make it through this crisis without a solution. Michael Trujillo has that solution. Host of Your Money Matters, 1130 a.m. on Saturday. Michael, how can you help these businesses get cash flow today? Well, Eddie, all they have to do is pick up the phone, give us a call, and we can help them with that cash flow because we have many different federal programs that businesses can qualify for. But more importantly, we also also have over a hundred lenders on hand ready to go ahead and provide these loans to businesses so that they can continue when we are open again for business. Let's help your small business today, folks. If you own a car dealership, commercial real estate, you have a restaurant, how about a funeral home, software development firms, engineering firm, plumbing and heating, you name it, Michael can help you. 856-1171, or you can email him directly, michael at michaeltrujillo.com. That's michael at michaeltrujillo.com. Raw Greens on San Mateo, north of Manal. Come into Raw Greens, all-natural CBD and hemp products for anxiety, stress, sore muscles. Raw Greens topical creams, tinctures, and pet products. Raw Greens online, cbd.theplaceilike.com. Bad credit? Need it fixed? At Credit Rescue, Inc., our services have been used by mortgage companies, banks, and auto dealerships to help people who have been turned down for credit. Don't spend the next 7 to 10 years as a victim of high interest. Remember, knowledge is power, and you now have a way to get back your credit worthiness. Bad credit can haunt people for years. Let's rescue your credit at Credit Rescue Inc. Call me, Mike Ramos, to set up an appointment today at 505-899-1448. That's 899-1448. Hey, it's Eddie Aragon. The staff at ABQ Guns stands for your Second Amendment rights, but they believe other freedoms are under attack by the governor's orders. Small businesses are bearing the weight of those health orders, and ABQ Guns believes she owns our state's economic collapse. ABQ Guns urges you to shop local for firearms, ammo, and accessories. Stop by the shop in Riverside Plaza, on Coors, north of Montano, or visit shop.abqguns.com. ABQ Guns, defenders of your freedom. Music is the great communicator on makeusgodlyagain.com. Sometimes we just need a pick-me-up. Makeusgodlyagain.com
Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. 312-0065. Maintaining your cutting equipment is essential to the longevity of your tools and the quality of your product. Whether you're a woodworking professional, metalworking professional, hobbyist, or you just need a new edge on your kitchen knives or gardening tools, trust the sharpening experts at Precision Sharpening to help keep your tools in excellent condition. 884-8229. 884-8229. today that song was released yep 54 years hard to believe 1967 moody blues want to be put in a bad mood have somebody on the radio tell you that that song is uh, 54 years old and you're like oh i remember when that came out (laughs) (laughs) can you grab can you grab the ultra grips (laughs) where are my dentures what time is the metamucil (laughs) is matlock on tonight Oh, sorry uh, there, Murder Mike. Apologize for all that. That was not directed at you. I think you graduated. Uh, well, you summer of '69, isn't that right? That's correct. Uh, Hinden yeah. High School, summer of '69. Yeah, yes, you were a, you were a super soft when that song uh, came out. So that was not a shot at you. I know you're the uh, you're the <laughs> you're the Energizer buddy. You just uh, keep ticking and ticking and or going and going. Now we got the tick tick ticky whatever. You know, now I'm, I can't get that off. I've got a nervous tick about Mark uh, Smith. That was some funny radio, by the way. I was just, uh, you know, I never get a chance to just kind of just not, not, not have to think a whole lot and just ask some questions. And that, that was, that was good stuff. I enjoyed it. So, uh, Murder Mike, uh, lay it on us. What's been happening in uh, the last 24 horas here in the Burke? Okay. I have never seen you not stop, Eddie. You talk about me being the energizer, buddy. How you do it, it just blows my mind where you go and go and go. So, wow. Oh. <laughs> I used to work with Mark, actually, at KLB back in the 79 and 80. So, uh, I, uh, not surprised. <laughs> Between you yeah. and Rudy, you guys are encyclopedic. We're going to have to, we're going to have to, <laughs> you know, put a, put your head in a vice and squeeze all the uh, good knowledge out of your head, you know, a la casino style. All right. So, what's going on? Well, first of all, I am coming to you live from Los Alamos, New Mexico, and wow. I'm at, at Oppenheimer Place. So um, mm, okay. uh, there's a lot of people listening to you right now. There's, there's no, there's not. That, uh, no one's listening. Here, so. No, I never get calls yes. from the only people who listen to the radio station up there are people. I don't even know what community I serve up there, to be quite honest. No one calls in. I get no reference. Every time I'm trying to... Uh, uh, reach out to Los Alamos. Apparently, I'm bothering somebody. Like the whole thing is just 
What's going? You know what? You know what's wrong with you know what's wrong with New Mexico right now is that type of attitude where you just you just mail it in, you don't care anymore, and and I I, I sort well, of feel like that that's kind of what happens sometimes, you know. I know it seems that way, but I've talked to several people up really? here while I was up here, and other times, and yes, uh, believe it or not, there is a lot of people that really like your show, your attitude. There was a lot of people supporting you for mayor, and they thought that was uh, it was done. It wasn't right that uh, they thought for sure that you were a shoe in. They, so, yeah, I believe it or not, and I speak honestly. That's just from people I've talked to around here that uh, wow. they really like the station and they love they love you. They think you're the neatest thing since sliced bread. So, wow. kudos right. to you, boss. Make a sandwich. Sure, that's, sure. That was good. All right. Well, uh, that's enough. <laughs> that's enough baloney. Well, that's uh, well, almost enough baloney to make a sandwich with your sliced bread. Uh, shoot, Mike, uh, we, we need an update on those stats there. We don't want to hear about the I love Eddie Aragon or I hate Eddie Aragon routine. We just want to let's, – let's talk about what's going on. Okay, well, well, we'll begin with Los Alamos because it has been brought to my attention that today 284 employees of the labs resigned their jobs. And uh, these aren't jobs that you could just fill, you know, from uh, the journal or something. I mean, these are nuclear physicists and – and positions that I can't even pronounce, but I mean, that, that, they took a hit because of the COVID mandate. So there goes um, my Kiva audience. <laughs> right. yeah. Why did these Welcome people not take? The, why did these people not take the vax? <laughs> They've been listening to the rock of time. Well, we love fourteen ninety KRSN, and and uh, what are we on up there? What's our FM station? One zero seven one. Yeah, yeah. One zero seven point one. I believe yeah. it is on okay. the FM dial. That's what I was listening to you on. Well, and the go. signal sounds fantastic up here. So, well, all right, about time. Uh, so uh, maybe go get some flowers. Uh, we should uh, over at uh, Gillian's place, uh, flowers by Gillian, and you know help those people with a nice send off. That that's that's the most tragic. Let's think about what's the average salary. Dow's going to do the math real quick for us. And we're going to find out about the economic impact. They'll, they'll fill them up with a bunch of follower vaxxers. And remember, these are scientists. They're the most brilliant people in the world, period. Okay, You're That's not going to find more brilliant people than science. Like, they, they get on a problem, and they don't let it go. You know, That's just the nature of a, a true scientist. So let's take the average salary for, you know, some a Los Alamoan, whatever that is. That's pretty cool. You like what I did there? Samoan, Los Alamoan. And that Eddie, was Eddie, the, uh, the average salary. Now, don't forget, a lot of employees <clears throat> of the lab are not super duper computer scientists, PhDs. You've got people in middle management. You've got janitors. Not to disparage those people, but there's a lot of different types of work at the labs. Uh, the average salary at Los Alamos, $94,692 a year. Okay, and we lost, uh, you said, uh, what is it, 264? 284. 284. And once at one shot, they didn't. That wasn't over a period of time. That was today when the mandate went into effect. They walked off the job. So uh, twenty-six and a half million, uh, just literally twenty-seven million dollars, just walked out of the city of Los Alamos. That's that's correct. But now they may come back if something happens. But at well, this what's going to yeah, happen? You're, you're out. Uh, did we get rid of Joe Biden? Did we? Uh, uh, we impeach no, Joe no, Biden? No, well, then there you go. That's what's happening. You know, the idiocy not of these. To that, Go ahead. No, I was just going to, not to mention that the work that they were doing, uh, the effect it did have. Uh, my brother-in-law ran the atomic particle accelerator up here, and he, he told me that they lost some people there, too. And that costs uh, $1.5 billion every half hour to run. 
So, uh, and uh, they make a lot of money because it's one of the four in the world that has an atomic particle accelerator up here. And so they do you know, things for these different people for isotopes and stuff, whatever, way above my pay level. But it's uh, it, it has a, it's having a direct impact not only on on the economy, but the research that the labs is doing in various areas too. So, doubt any uh, news stories on uh, news stories from Los Alamos on 284 people, 27 million dollars annually walking out of uh, the city of Los Alamos. Yeah, I'm checking the, the two papers that would cover this, the, the Santa Fe print paper and then the online Los Alamos paper, and I'm finding, uh, I guess, nothing. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Way to, way to, way to do it. Yeah. Way to go. Uh, yeah. maybe, maybe have a going away celebration at, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, what? I'm, oh, uh, El Parasol. You can just, uh, everyone walk out with a taco plate on the, on the Atencios up there. That's some sad well, news three there. Three restaurants closed down here. I, uh, last, that uh, I do know. Last time I went up there, I'm like, whoa, what am I doing running a radio station up here in Los Alamos? I'm like, there's nobody yeah, else. I, Seriously. But what's, what are the yeah, three? Between, between the bathtub, oh, a brewery, what, what, what else is actually open? The Starbucks, you've got everything goes oh. to, every, everybody goes to Safeway. I think even to drink. Drink and try, Yeah, we came here to hang out. And, uh, and they all bring their money down the hill. You know, so they that money does flow down here because I think they have a spillage, which is worse than uh, Rio Rancho, if you can believe it. There's spillage out of Los Alamos, so the LA's uh, coming here to Albuquerque is like 40 percent of all the big ticket items like cars and things like that that are bought. Uh, they don't have an, I don't even think they have a car lot up there. Is that correct? Uh, not that I know. They have a used car lot. It's called the Lemon Lot. That's just private people. But there is the uh, Tesla dealership that just opened up not too long ago. You know, you know, you know what doesn't work? You know what doesn't work in a Tesla? I'll tell you what doesn't work. AM, AM radio. They don't have an AM radio brick in there. It's because this radio station is not, it's specifically not for Tesla drivers. Oh, I'm going to get it. I'm going to get an earful. Here come my, here come my, uh, <laughs> Well, well, I just Tesla for three years. I just spent a hundred thousand dollars on a vehicle. Look how smart I am, and uh, I don't have to go ahead and use any fossil fuel. I'm like you, idiot. You, how? Where do you think we generate all of this stuff from? My God, you have to plug it in. There we go. All right, what else before yeah, we gotta get AM, off that negativity there? What what else you got? Okay, I guess an AM station would uh, would not work in a Tesla because of the magnet and the battery and stuff. It would generate a lot of just uh, emissions. It would make it all just static, I guess. Every day, the it guy was. just keeps surprising me. I, the, I mean, literally, nobody puts two and two together better than uh, Murder Mike. His brother-in-law runs a particle accelerator. <laughs> what what do you do? I'm just yeah. a holy radio. My brother-in-law runs an atomic <laughs> particle accelerator. <laughs> Wow. All right. Uh, and my and my late father in law, if, if he told you what he did, he would have to kill you. So, you know, he, yeah. that was that was how up how high up he was the director of nuclear weapons research. Oh, but anyway, you, enough of that. I thought I, you were gonna say he's a mortician. I, there you go. Well that would be a great undertaking. The and guy not it's all day night. long. Just let the man go. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I, I I'm, I'm going to Rodney. Uh, Murder Mike is no longer. He's not. It's it's uh, Murder Mike Dangerfield. That's what it is. <laughs> it's just like that's it, Dangerfield. Just let let the man go. All right. Uh, what, what, can we get to some stats, Danny? We're like eleven minutes into this call, and we have no information. No information at we all. We sure can. And I'm going to get to that uh, right now because uh, 
It was a steady night for first responders though, last night. Uh, there was a total of six calls reporting shots fired, three general disturbance calls, and we had two aggravated assaults. There was four calls that came in reporting domestic violence, and two drug overdoses were reported, and that was when a couple was found in a vehicle unresponsive near San Pedro and Indian School. It's unknown whether they uh, coded or not. Uh, we didn't get any more updates on that. There was three down and outs, one commercial burglary, and two calls reporting attempted suicide. And then uh, last night, you know, we reported on that, uh, that vehicle versus pedestrian where the 10-year-old was hit at Lead and Montclair. Turns out it was not a hit and run as initially reported. That's my error, and I apologize for that. Uh, but the 10-year-old is in critical condition now, so the accident was uh, much more than initially reported from the scanner. So wanted to just give everybody an update on that. Other than that, it was quite another quiet night. I was really surprised. It was just, it was just too quiet. I guess maybe the criminals have to take a break, too. But anyway, that's, that's what happened last night in the good old city of Albuquerque in the 505, Eddie. Back to you, sir. Yeah, there we go. You. All right. You're welcome. Uh, 11 minutes of uh, Rodney Dangerfield and about a one minute of reporting. There you go. Okay. Good ratio. <laughs> <laughs> Super ratios right there. Let's get to all your texts. We haven't even... We haven't even uh, talked about where we're at. Uh, what percentage uh, is 284 at Los Alamos National Labs? What's the total number of uh, lab employees over there? Like we'll get that here. The Dow 3000 is crunching the numbers. They don't have a car alone, but they got a lot of burgers. That's hilarious. Uh, nice job, Scott. Uh, just vetting. Traffic going west at a standstill as usual. Invest in a loop or fix our roads. That's what we need, not a stadium. Do you realize like what a loop would cost here? Uh, the super loop? Probably like Half a billion dollars at least to get that. Uh, let's see, we murder Mike. Thank you, murder Mike. Let's see, I had eight sheriffs at my property for an animal welfare check last year. Not surprised there. Well, I had uh, two sheriffs in front of me after seven minutes, after eight minutes over at uh, Cafe 6855. Because I was, as according to many, I was misbehaving. <laughs> Eddie, uh, that's about 1.9% of, uh, of the direct employment at, at the lab. But you also have to remember... We did this a couple months ago. If you look by educational level, the smarter you are, or at least the more schooling you've completed, right. the more vaccine hesitant you are. So I'm thinking probably a good chunk of those people are really at the upper scale, the PhD level. No doubt. Yeah. Well, the smart ones don't take it. So there you go. That's just, they're not going to take it like Twisted Sister. New Zealand, huge and angry protest. Haka outside parliament in Wellington. Have you ever seen the Haka? Have you ever heard that? I should play that to kick off our numbers. You don't know what the Haka is? see they hit their chest they're like oh i've got a rant i've got to go on by the way i just speaking of i gotta go on this rant did you uh look up the world's uh sexiest man did you see that i'm, Paul I'm, Rudd, the very I'm gonna famous talk Paul to Rudd. you about programming that's going on how you are being conditioned to even figure out what is sexy you're getting paid like the satanists the pagans like they are in charge of this world. This is not your world, folks. <laughs> when the world's sexiest man is three years older than I am, I think we got a problem. <laughs> uh, it is. It's. I love it. I'm telling you, I love the fact. Like they're being exposed, and they're not even trying to hide it anymore. They're just like, oh, you, we got told. We have you on total complete program. Yeah, Paul. Paul Rudd, Ant Man. Yeah, this is forty. Ant Man. That 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 Paul Rudd. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to the top of the hour shortly. Sam Olney was my basketball coach at Hot Springs High School. 
The irony. Royce is my favorite Lobo basketball player. TOC Homer. Yeah, we love uh, Royce. Uh, Eddie, uh, no, I, you can hear me loud and clear. <clears throat> Kim checks in. If they were focused on winning, none of this would be an issue because they would be focused on winning. Oh, good one. That's back to Mark Smith's uh, uh, point about the kids being out there. <clears throat> Here it goes, Kevin. We haven't heard from Kevin. Eddie, the insanity from MLG never stops. It seems she can or won't put two and two together that the mass masking and jabbing is causing our case numbers to go up. Yeah, it's just totally checked out. Oh, by the way, I heard that Gavin Newsom had a stroke after his booster shot. Of oh. course, it is also possible that flu cases are again being reclassified as COVID cases yes. for the yes. second year in a row. Yes. Case yes. in point on insanity. My supervisor told me today that our place of employment was notified by OSHA that, quote, we aren't following proper mask procedures. There's all sorts of stupid in New Mexico, folks. Let's look at four or five votes voted for a Democrat in the mayor's race. The snitch line, it appears, is still hot as someone in the silver hair ponytail crowd went to the big boys to report us. What a clown world we're living in, Eddie. Oh, days like these, it's easy to get discouraged. But as I said many times over, I put faith over fear. Thank you for standing for and speaking the truth and fighting for the 505 and New Mexico. You're among fighters, Eddie, and I'm with you, Dowd, and the rest of our audience fighting for our city, state, and spreading the truth till the end of the line. God bless you all in the Kiva. God bless you in the USA. That is uh, Kevin. Uh, KKOB, Jared Hart just threatened me with a straining order. This is David. Uh, he's giving me the latest on his... Uh, his uh, Hatfield and McCoy's uh, back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> Just now, I had another interaction with Jared Hart again, where he was again inconsistent and defamatory, indicating I have been unlawfully defamed by staff and management at KKOB, and I was threatened again. Just now, I had another phone interaction with him after I caught them mocking me on air. There you go. David's fighting the good fight over there. Have you noticed how much the news reports sound like robots? Which one? <clears throat> Mark Smith is quite the karaoke-er. Is that what is the yeah what is what do you call someone who does karaoke? It's a good question. Oh, that's a, isn't that a great question? I don't speak Japanese, so hmm. karaoke. Oh, oh, that's so racist, Eddie. What you just did. Oh, karaoke. Uh, let's see. Uh, playing the intro to Steve Miller song was the de rigueur. Wow, our, our, our smart audience. That's so <laughs> smart. Back in the AOR days, along with the um, the other classic song parts. That's right. And we got, uh, wow, I don't know what that is. <laughs> I'm so glad I don't read certain things. Bashir verdict, not mentioned in the papers, the fact that Bashir's attorney, Robert Aragon, is not very bright. I'm sure that he was court-appointed counsel. Wait, he was not very bright to take that case. As they say, you get what you pay for. Well, uh, Bashir has never paid for anything, likely. Justice is rare and often imperfect. Uh, let's see what else we got. Um, let's see. Eddie? Oh, wow, this is very long. Hot sauce man here. I got a mask story for you. I made a ghost pepper powder this weekend. Typically, I wear masks when working with hot peppers for safety. I put the dried ghost peppers in the grinder and hit on. It was one of those guy moments that you were thinking, oh, man, even as you were doing it and you don't stop, ooh, just to see what happens. I almost knocked myself out. Is like, is that like one of those shows where people blow things up? I almost knocked myself out and hurled at the same time. Stop laughing. The ghost pepper powder hit me like an anvil. I pretty much pepper sprayed myself. I thought I was wearing a surgical mask that's supposed to stop little tiny viruses. However, it didn't stop the ghost pepper powder. A thousand times bigger. Stop laughing about my pepper powdering myself. And uh, that's good. Have you, ever, have you ever had his uh, uh, hot sauce? I have no. Yeah, he's got several hot sauces uh, that, are, that are here. Hold on. Uh, so you definitely have to try him. He's made one, and he made uh, two different ones for me. Well, just speaking of food, uh, if our right. um, if our confectioner 
is interested this holiday season in bringing some more uh, fudge by the studio, I I am perfectly a okay with that because that stuff was delish. If if he hasn't if he hasn't moved, by the way, we don't know which which one of our guys have moved or uh, not yeah. moved. That's kind of the way that it goes. All right, back after a quick break uh, right here in the Kiva, and uh, we'll kick off hour three when we return right here on AM sixteen hundred KIVA ABQ.FM, Rock of Talk. Chris Napier here with Loan Depot, the mortgage guy. As you look for the best ways to provide and protect for your family, the structure of your loans is critical. Your mortgage payment and its terms could be behind the curve. Let's ensure that when you're buying or refinancing your home, you have the best total cost. Call me at 505-710-2499 and MLS number 330093. Hi, I'm Walt Arnold with Sperry Van Ness Commercial Real Estate. Are you currently leasing but have always wanted to own a building? Looking to take advantage of all-time historically low interest rates? Call my direct line now at 256-1255 or visit waltarnold.com. In our increasingly busy world, it is always nice to take a little time to sit down and relax. At Monty's Cigar Shop, we offer everything to help you do just that. There's nothing better than spending time smoking a great premium cigar with family and friends. Monty specializes in artisanal, hand-rolled cigars that make up just 2% of the worldwide cigar market. With over 2,000 different kinds of the absolute best cigars for you to choose from, you are guaranteed to find the perfect fit. Whether you've been smoking cigars for years or you're just starting now, we'll find the right cigar for you. Stop by and see us at 3636 San Mateo in Albuquerque or give us a call at 505-881-7999. That's 505-881-7999. It's not what you make, it's what you keep. What's your plan for the financial future you want? Call Tom Crow at Crow Financial Advisors to change your approach to money. Dial 243-2281 or visit crowaboutmoney.com. Are you in set it and forget it mode with your investments? How's that working for you? Let's have a look. I'm Tom Crow of Crow Financial Advisors, and I'll give you a few ideas. Visit crowaboutmoney.com or call me at 243-2281. The market is flooded with health supplements that claim benefits in memory, but virtually none offer credible evidence with their products working until now. Memory Revitalizer 800-606-0192. This potent natural formula was invented by a neuroscientist and physician. Memory Revitalizer slows aging, improves memory, increases energy, gives robust stamina. It has been used in an Alzheimer's clinic for 18 years. It is safe. It does not interact with other prescription drugs. Two large blinded studies confirm the benefits in memory capacity. Customers say it's wonderful. It works. It's essential. Buy it from Best Buy Pharmacy, Manal Pharmacy, and other independent pharmacies. Or purchase it from Moses Country Store and other independent health stores. Or go to MemoryRevitalizer.com. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. MemoryRevitalizer.com or 800-606-0192. Hi, this is Mark Minicucci with the Minicucci Insurance Agency. We are privately held and locally owned. We market property and casualty insurance products and risk management services primarily to a variety of companies located within New Mexico and the surrounding states. We are able to meet the needs of a large international company as well as small local businesses. We employ the best and brightest agents to ensure that our customers are well taken care of. Call us today at 883-3683. Alarms are ignored, kill switches are easily detected and reconnected, RFIDs are hacked using a basic code grabber, and GPS tracking systems, well, they're good at locating your vehicle after it's been taken. Give us a call, 505-550-4994. 
2020 has impacted so many things, one of which is how we live in our home, how we work from home, do school from home, even how we have meals, social connecting, and enjoying entertainment in our home. This is Tracy Venturi of Venturi Realty Group of Keller Williams Realty. Every year, 10% of homeowners sell their home. For 2021, it's estimated that the number will be even higher. For many, the plan to move in the past year was derailed or postponed, and many more have recognized the need for a different home for how they live now. You may not be ready to sell your home yet, but at some point, you're curious about how much your home is worth. Don't trust an automated online estimate to know the value of what is most likely your most important asset, especially in today's fast-moving market. Call us, the number one Keller Williams real estate group in New Mexico, your neighborhood expert. And when you do decide to sell, don't leave money on the table. You can choose the number one real estate team that will get you premium marketing and maximum value. Call today, 448-8888, or visit us online at welcomehomeabq.com. Amazing Grace Personal Care Services is companion care at a reasonable rate, including mobile assistance, meal preparation, household services, cognitive assistance, and support services, and more. 505-796-4900. That's 505-796-4900. Do you believe the U.S. can run trillion-dollar deficits forever without consequence? Do you believe our politicians have any incentive to rein in spending? Do you believe the stock and bond markets are on solid ground? If you don't, and if you believe something's wrong, but you also believe there will be an opportunity as things change, then call Greg Zanetti at Zanetti Financial. He's been helping people with their investments since 1986. He sees the investment world through a clear lens. He gets it. No annuities, no insurance, no investor profiles. The goal is to make you money. Call Greg today at 250-3754 or visit him at ZanettiFinancial.com. Hey, Grandpa and Stella, we need to get back to work. We are working, Eva. Yeah, all this cleaning and sanitizing is hard work. You do it right like we do. Exactly, Stella. Especially while serving all the yummy Monroe's food with a smile. Behind the mask. And in a safe, sanitized place. Hey, Hey, Eva, Eva, we we want a raise. I'll give you two a raise. Go and raise the flag and get back to work. We are going to Monroe's in Heights and downtown. Directions at chili.theplaceilike.com. Pet Food Gone Wild, located in Rio Rancho. Pampering your pets with a full-service dog wash. Pet Food Gone Wild, two stations for one to three dogs at a time. Cats, too. I'm Susanna, owner of Pet Food Gone Wild, ready to solve pets' anxiety from summer thunderstorms. Come into Pet Food Gone Wild for calming treats. 10% off. Pets.theplaceilike.com. Get your mobile coupon and tap to call Pet Food Gone Wild at pets.theplaceilike.com. Salon Deluxe and Tan Rio West have partnered together to offer hair, nail, and skin care with our signature Solitone, Lumi Facial, and Lumi Lift, and Brazilian Blowout. And this is Deb Slight from Tan Rio West Life. We specialize in permanent makeup, tattoo removal, Botox, Juvederm, spray tan, and eyelash extensions. You can reach us at 896-0586 at the salon or call Deb at Tan Rio, 994-2390. We're located at the Country Club Plaza in Rio Rancho, New Mexico. You trusted your home or business security to the local company with an armed response. They sold out, and now you got selected. Now your security is on the brink of being bought out by a national corporate giant. I'm Aaron Jones, owner of International Protective Service, IPS. IPS isn't for sale. I'm invested here and care about your home and business security like it's my own. Let the highly trained armed guards or 24-hour controls of IPS protect what's yours. Call 897-2420 or go to IPSglobal.com. 
Don't get caught unprepared to defend yourself. I'm Keith Cope with VigilantFirearms.com. We provide calm, safe, and effective training for concealed carry or any other gun training classes. VigilantFirearms.com, 312-0065. The legend lives on from the Chippewa on down. The big lake they call Gitchagumi. The lake, it is said, never gives up for dead when the skies of November turn gloomy. With a load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty. That good ship and true was a bone to be chewed when the gales of November came early. Ship was the pride of the American side, coming back from some mill in Wisconsin. As the big freighters go, it was bigger than most, with a crew and good captain well seasoned. Concluding some terms with a couple of steel firms when they left fully loaded for Cleveland. And later that night, when the ship's bell rang, could it be the north wind they've been feeling? And the wires made a tattletale sound And the wave broke over the railing And every man knew as the captain did too Was the witch of November from stealing The dawn came late and the breakfast had to wait When the gales of November came slashing When afternoon came it was freezing rain in the face of a hurricane west wind When supper time came the old cook came on deck saying fellas it's too rough to feed you at 7 p.m. a main hatchway gave in. He said, fellas, it's been good to know you. The captain wired in, he had water coming in, and the good ship and crew was in peril. And later that night, when his lights went out of sight, came the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Does anyone know where the love of God goes when the words turn the minutes to hours? The searchers all say they have made whitefish pay if they put 15 more miles behind us. They might have split up or they might have capsized. They may have broke deep and took water. 
All that remains is the faces and the names of the wives and the sons and the daughters. Make your own rose, superior scenes in the rooms of her ice water mansion. Oh, Michigan steams like a young man's dreams. The islands and bays are for sportsmen. And farther below Lake Ontario, takes in what Lake Erie can send her. The iron boats go as the mariners all go with the gales of November remembered. in the 505 with more 411 here for your third hour. I am Eddie Eric on the Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVABQ.FM and rockoftalk.com and uh, D. Musk Hour 3. Bit of a long song, but it was this day 46 years ago that uh, the very uh, and by the way, this was the best love song, uh, believe it or not. Must have been an emotional impact that 46 years recorded in December in Toronto in uh, a place uh, one month after the wreck. So this was penned almost immediately. And uh, it's a very interesting song about 29 crewmen who were never found on uh, the ship known as the Edmund Fitzgerald. And it was, uh, I, I don't know, there must have been uh, legendary at the time when uh, all this happened, uh, Dowd. Yeah, I'm, uh, my, uh, I was three years old and uh, 729 feet long, the beam at 75 feet, the draft at 25 feet. Um, I always think uh, there's a little spot in Corrales where there's some clean water where I can go clean my golden retriever off. And, you know, my golden retriever is nicknamed the Whitefish. And so uh, a couple of years ago, I, I started calling it Whitefish Bay out of memory of the of the, 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 the lyric in the song saying they might have made Whitefish Bay if they'd been able to pull in. Twenty nine men, a lot of young men uh, died that day. And uh, sad, you know, 1975 wasn't that long ago and, and men oh. were lost. Uh, I guess you can't say it was at sea, but, you know, the Great Lakes might as well be sea. And uh, the, the people who go out into water, it's just amazing. I mean, for centuries, uh, sometimes they don't come back. And uh, it's just it was just sort of people did not have to have perfectly safe lives out then. back then. People took more chances. They, they engaged in dangerous blue-collar work. And uh, the men that day didn't expect to, to not return to their families, but 29, 29 souls did not come back. A rogue wave uh, all along with a uh, 75 to... 80-mile-an-hour gale is basically what turned it topped and turvy on this entire thing. And I know there was literally a, a huge amount of tonnage, uh, steel tonnage, uh, directly on the ship. And it wasn't headed for Cleveland. It was headed for uh, somewhere inland of Detroit uh, is where oh. it was headed for. So there's a lot of uh, misnomers about all the, everything. They must have – this was written very quickly. So I think the uh, the uh, errors and omissions that were all this – you know, I've been to Lake Michigan. I was – there, uh, I don't know what, three years ago, I think, is when I went, no, two years ago, uh, when I went uh, with Julie, and oh, sure. it was pretty, I mean, you see how giant and large this lake is. It and might as well be the ocean. <laughs> it, it is. It's yeah. that, 
it's that long. It's that huge. And you look across and the piers and the docks and just how incredibly cold it is. And you're looking at, at this and you're saying to yourself, my gosh, like this is like an ocean. And that's exactly, you know, kind of what it is. It's a, but the Great Lakes are the largest bodies of water that are all, you know, interconnected one way or the other. Freshwater. And yeah, uh, yeah freshwater that that's there. And it's it, it's gorgeous. But well, I think Eddie, it's another reminder. Uh, I think that we've learned really in the last couple of years from the woke community how the patriarchy has oppressed women. And I think it just reinforces this notion how incredibly easy lives the lives of men have been throughout history. Uh, they've never had to go out into the sea and die. They've never been down in a mine and never come up. Uh, they've never had to work backbreaking labor throughout the day in the farm fields and dealt with bugs and snakes and humidity and sunburns. Men have had it uh, ridiculously easy all through human the human experience. Yep. I think if any if anything if the Edmund Fitzgerald teaches us anything, it's that lesson about the patriarchy. Yeah, well, uh... <laughs> that was sarcasm, ladies and gentlemen. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, there it is. So uh, good stuff. Uh, yeah. So I had a a good opportunity to go up there and and uh, you know. Julie is from there. So that's where I went up and, and, and it's right along the lakes, Grand Haven and, you know, Muskegon and that whole area. And as you're staring across, you're realizing like straight across the way is, is Milwaukee, you know, and it's just, you know, like, you know, all these big cities, like who wants to, you know, live in all these places. But if you're there during the summer, let me tell you, it's, it's pretty unbelievable. That's about all I can say about that. So yes, 46 years ago today, the Edmund Fitzgerald, there it is. Uh, sank and uh, 75 to 80 mile an hour gale winds and it was Gordon Lightfoot's uh, one of one of his two largest uh, biggest uh, hits ever. So yeah, yeah and don't forget uh, Elaine Bennis many years ago and uh, our friend <laughs> Elaine Bennis uh, when she said, "Oh, I love Edmund Fitzgerald," and and Jerry had to correct her and say, "No, no, no, the ship was Edmund Fitzgerald. The singer is Gordon Lightfoot." <laughs> oh yeah, that's very funny. Good stuff. Five fifty, fifty five hundred. One of the things that we didn't talk about, Dowd, uh, and we want to, We need to talk about the the uh, I don't know the utopia, if you will, of <laughs> of uh, one Tim Keller. I, it's I just totally, a joy here, isn't it? <laughs> I just I just sidestepped that entire thing. Let's talk about that for a. Well, second. I think we yesterday we did talk a little bit about the the concerns we, of the hotels, but we didn't get to the rest. <laughs> we never got to the to the big stories there with Tim Keller. It's not not good. Um, and things are going uh, downhill in a hurry around here. And uh, let's let, let's get to all those news stories and rifle them off, uh, shall we? Just the calamity uh, of, of issues that we have here. Yeah, um, I, I, I just threw a couple of these together because it seemed uh, I'm not going to be in conspiracy mode here. But, boy, it seems like the media has been covering a lot of. Albuquerque problems the last week or so uh, now that the election is over. Um, uh, one piece was by uh, KOB. Uh, we talked about Midtown yesterday and then the hotels. Uh, vandalism around downtown Albuquerque is nothing new, but in the last few days, people have seen some pretty unusual damage. Uh, of course, they're referring to the, the shooting at Alvarado Square, the windows there, but some businesses uh, dealing with other things. Let's see. Uh, we came in and nothing was stolen, just a random person throwing rocks, mm. according to Castle Coffee. Uh, and the same things are going on at other businesses, Cafe Lush down there. Uh, according to APD, the previous administration signed the McClendon Settlement Agreement, discouraging officers from arresting people for nonviolent misdemeanors, with the exception of DWI. And we'll return once again to this concept that one of the mayor, mayoral candidates was talking about, the broken window theory. Once you start to let the little stuff slide, it escalates, it escalates, it escalates. Getting worse. Albuquerque uh, police responding. I know 
You had uh, Sean Willoughby talking about, and I didn't really understand why he's talking to the source, despite all the stuff that's happening as far as crime is concerned, Dowd, but he is starting to talk about defund the police and why it might work. Can you bring some level of sanity to uh, his, I know you wanted me to get an interview with them, but tell me a little bit more about what you saw in that source, New Mexico article. Yeah, I mean, Eddie, this is this is an incredibly you just blown away. You were blown away. I, I was blown away because basically this was a hit piece on Sean Willoughby that ran on this left wing website that disguises itself as, as journalism by this silly little girl, Margaret Wright, who I think knows next to nothing. Uh, yeah. Prominently mentioned in this article, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Rock of Talk KIVA That's and your right. host Eddie Eddie Aragon. We aren't gonna we aren't gonna rest our way out of this. Wow. <laughs> Right, right. The headline is a uh, ABQ Police himself. Union president makes a compelling case for defunding the department. It, it's a direct hit piece on Sean Willoughby. Folks, when we're at the point where, remember Kevin Costner and uh, JFK were through the looking glass here? When I am defending a union leader of a public employee union, we're through the looking glass, people, okay? Uh, this amounts to a hit piece on Sean Willoughby who is simply, I think, expressing the frustration with, that a lot of people have with Albuquerque. Um, and this silly little girl, of course, is defending the whole progressive defund the police kind of stuff and, and going after Sean for appearing on right-wing radio. Uh, she also accuses uh, Mayor Keller's two opponents in the recent mayoral race of both being right-wing. We all know how right-wing Manny Gonzalez, uh, Democrat, his whole life endorsing Democrats. He's very, very right-wing. And uh, I just I just feel for Sean on this because I think he's a good guy. I, no. I don't believe in the unionization of public employees, but I think his heart's in the right place. He's actually taught me a lot of things about yeah, how cumbersome yeah. that terrible DOJ agreement and the, the way it strangleholds the cops' day-to-day activities. And, you know, if these websites were just honest, they'd just come out and say, we're liberal activists. We're not going to pretend to be journalists anymore. This was nothing more than a brain-dead hit piece on Sean Willoughby. This little girl should be ashamed of herself for writing this garbage. You've seen what she looks like, right? And uh, she likes to peruse. She doesn't even look real. Like the, yeah, her, yes, I, yes. It's a, it's a bizarre looking. Yes, yes. There's a, an awful lot of, uh, what do you, I know she's listening. Hi, Margaret. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> are you there, Margaret? Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Uh, look, a lot of Botox injections. Mm-hmm. Very shiny. Yeah, very shiny. <laughs> she's with a tiny little dog. She's, Looking for ways to, you know, I feel like she sort of uh, worships the other side. She looks like uh, she she went eight months back into the history of the Rock of Talk and just must love listening to us all the time yeah. um, because she said he appeared on local right wing talk radio episode last December. What are you doing listening to episodes from last December? What's wrong with you? Eight months before the the host of that show announced his run for mayor on a hardline pro cop pro incarceration platform. The exchange is eye-opening in part because of Willoughby's openness about the concerns of property owners being at the forefront of his prior priorities. Yet more fascinating was Willoughby's airing of key points that align with the movement to defund the police. Totally misconstrues everything. And yep. takes the entire quote that says, we have a serious drug problem in this community. Are we going to arrest our way out of that? No, of course not. Because he's talking about something entirely different. He's talking about the fact that we need to get these people some help at the very same time. Like you got to attack it on multiple fronts, but she basically just focuses on one and tries to rip that hole open. Yeah. Yeah. And and it just, you know, quoting uh, the Detroit justice center, uh, common justice, uh, you know, it's just, we know where these people are, are coming from. And, this line that really just sets me off, Eddie, because I, I know that what the data show when, when children have 
loving homes where they're given boundaries, when a lot is expected of them, they, no matter what their race, no matter what the income level, they grow up and behave themselves and become productive members of society. And she throws out the whole layered difficulties problem with crime, you know, blame society, historical trauma, pro- poverty, substance abuse, as if we can't as individuals and certainly as parents, grandparents, aunts and uncles do something to have a big, big impact on that. And when you live in a society where standards have been thrown out the door and nobody cares about, you know, everyone's afraid of being judgmental, uh, that, that kind of thing, uh, these problems just get worse and worse. And people like her who are cite historical trauma, right. my great, great grandfather was abused by someone or some situation. And that's the reason I'm a drug addict or why I'm robbing you. I mean, come on, this is nonsense. Yeah, I think that's exactly what we see from Source New Mexico. Who's funding this rag? Uh, work is underway, Eddie. I'm I'm uh, doing a little investigation of all of our pseudo journalistic uh, I websites. I who on the uh, website. I couldn't even find who on the website. There's no who. Well, is. like I looked yesterday at the at the at the Report for America intern who wrote that other piece about race. You know, it's it's hard. You got to follow the trail. They're funded by somebody, which is a project of somebody else, which is yeah, getting money from the newsroom, and it's a 501c. Supported yep. by grants from a coalition of donors and readers, and they you get to it, and you look at states' newsrooms report. You just keep going, and you never get to the yep. bottom of it. <laughs> you just get, and you look at the people who are like at the head, and they've all worked for like all AP or very liberal media. I mean, Mother Jones, NPR, like yep. this, yep. this yep. is as left as it goes. And, and don't forget, we also have in, in New Mexico before this source New Mexico nonsense sprung up, not that many months ago, we had the New Mexico Political Report, liberal liberal blog basically disguising itself as journalism. We had Searchlight New Mexico, liberal blog disguising itself as journalism. We also have a a liberal site called The Conversation. It's a essay website for left-wing professors. And now the Associated Press, and I noticed this on the KRQE website, the AP is starting to run these pieces by these left-wing professors from the website, the conversation under the AP banner. So, folks, more and more, you've got to you've got to develop some more sophistication about what you're actually reading. We're on hand to dig through this stuff for you. Listen to their uh, four hit hit artists uh, here. Let's start with the guy who did my interview. I was very happy that uh, he felt uh, like he needed to color within the lines enough, Dowd, to write a fair, um, you know, a, a pretty fair viewpoint of what I was talking about crime. He says Austin Fisher is a journalist based in Santa Fe. He has worked, and we'll see right about Albuquerque for He's worked in newspapers in New Mexico in his home of Kansas, including the Topeka Capital Journal, the Garden City Telegram, the Rio Grande Sun, and the Santa Fe Reporter. Bingo, folks. Since yep. starting as a full-time career in reporting in 2015, he's aimed to use journalism. Here we go. Here's Here the algorithm to lift up voices that typically go unheard in public debate. All we hear is this, around economic inequality, policing, and environmental yep. I'm not even kidding. Environmental racism. Yep, yeah. yep. All right, let's go to Sean Griswold. He's a reporter. Oh, he's the worst. <laughs> yeah. He's a citizen of the Pueblo of Laguna, grew up in Albuquerque and Gallup. He brings a decade of print along with him and broadcast news experience. Most recently, he covered the indigenous affairs within New Mexico in-depth. Sean reports on issues important to Native Americans and urban and tribal communities throughout the state, including education and child welfare. All right. <clears throat> Say the best for last. Marisa DeMarco is an Albuquerque-based journalist and lifelong New Mexican whose work has won national and regional awards. She spent almost two decades as a reporter, producer, and newsroom leader, co-founding the New Mexico Compass and editing and writing for the Weekly Alibi. There you go, folks. The Albuquerque Tribune and UNM's Daily Lobo. She began a career in radio full-time at KUNM News in 2013, covered public health and criminal legal reform as much of the last seven years during the pandemic. 
She was also the executive producer for Your NM Gov and No More Normal, chose focused on varied impacts of COVID-19 and community response, as well as, you guessed it, racial it and social justice. All activism. And finally, check out this peach. Patrick Lohman. He's been a reporter since 2007. Here's the virtue signaling part. When he wrote stories for $15 a piece at a now defunct tabloid in Zero. Gallup, his hometown. Hmm. Since then, he's worked at UNM's Daily Lobo, the Albuquerque Journal, and the Syracuse Post-Standard. Along the way, he's won several state and national awards for his reporting, including an expose on a cult-like Alcoholics Anonymous group. Wow. And a feature on an upstate New York militia member. This is literally targeted, targeted piecing here. Yep. Uh, reporting yep. who died of COVID-19. Oh, hey, see this uh, militia member from upstate New York. He's thrilled to be back home in New Mexico where he works to tell stories that resonate and make an impact. Boy, if anyone's going to do the hit piece, it's going to be Loman. Source NM, stay away if you can. Uh, but uh, It's not journalism, ladies and gentlemen. And listen, Eddie, I have never in my life, and if you want to come at me, come at me, bro. I have never claimed to be a journalist. <laughs> I'm a libertarian researcher, advocate, commentator, broadcaster, podcaster. I've never used the J word. I never will use the J word. The difference between me and these people is they claim to be journalists and they're not. Hey, so I have to ask you, um, uh, Dowd, have you had any hit pieces done or just hit cartoons and uh, by the likes of uh, leftists like Rod Rael and, and things like that? Have you actually ever had anything <laughs> done on you where someone just hates you? Yeah, back in Connecticut, they, they did a poll. I guess it was maybe their version of Progress Now New Mexico, some organization. Yeah. And I think I was in the running with three or four other people to be the worst right-wing hack of Connecticut. I, I don't know what the final poll results were, but I was I was very proud to be included in that competition. Well, glad, uh, glad you're here uh, in the <laughs> Kiva. 550-5500, uh, Show Killer will probably be uh, stopping in. We'll get the top ten. My answers to today's questions uh, as well. Let's get to some random stories uh, of the day, uh, I should say, uh, of the week. Uh, space Dock, we've already addressed it. The billion-dollar loss, don't forget to listen to hour number one uh, when you get on our podcast, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Spotify. Uh, Albuquerque nears its hom- 100 homicides. That's a story in and of itself. How does KOAT have such a difficult time counting at this point? We're at 114, uh, folks. One guy that uh, I actually know, uh, I worked with him when I was at CB Richard Ellis, uh, and you mentioned corruption when you talked about him. This guy uh, has an evil twin brother. John Garcia joined the cabinet of uh, Lujan Wuhan Grisham. Yes. A Democrat. Uh, this is the same guy who worked in the uh, Barry administration. What do you know, and uh, why do you think that uh, the corruption continues with his appointment? What are you looking at here? Well, you know, it's just it's it's that incestuous. And, I, and Eddie, you're I mean, I defer always defer in terms of political history to Eddie Aragon, who's a living computer in this field. Um, I've met Mr. Garcia and, you know, he worked for Gary Johnson. Now he's working for Michelle Lujan Grisham, not exactly on the same page on a lot of issues. Uh, and also he comes out of the, a trade association, the Home Builders Association, which I would assume in terms of taxes and regulations, yeah, Republican. And, I mean, would be would would be opposed to a heck of a lot of what goes on with the Luan Grisham administration. And it just, you know, I'm not going to attack the guy. I don't know him, but it, it just seems it just smells a little to me, Eddie. Um, I got some other uh, thoughts on it. Is, isn't he sort of like a mark of death uh, every single time he goes into uh, someone's administration? Isn't he sort of like the, the telltale sign that maybe someone's on their way out? It's seemingly like he is uh, always coming on the backside of any political success. Your thoughts? 
Uh, yeah, um, and 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 yeah, I, I guess I don't I don't know enough about him. I know that it well, just Gary seems... Johnson. We know Be- uh, Barry on this, and now uh, Michelle Lujan Grisham. Well, I mean, what, what, what did, did we he see? Potentially the small little albatross. Uh, <laughs> well, that's the the cooler, as they say in the, yeah, the, the cooler, casinos. There you go. Yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, it just it, it, you see this again and again in New Mexico. You've got a a Democrat who endorses Democrats. And hangs around with Democrats, pushed by the Republican establishment to run for mayor of the biggest city. You've got a guy who worked for Republicans now going over to a far left governor administration. I mean, it really does. The more I look, I, I've called New Mexico several times in the past, Louisiana in the desert, and it is it really that bad? <laughs> uh, we're looking at some different things that are taking municipality-wise, and that's our city of Albuquerque. We have uh, recycling bins across Albuquerque seeing illegal dumping. Uh, this uh, article came from KRQE, and they're talking about how there's, you know, rules and recyclables that uh, people aren't necessarily following. Is this uh, one way of civil disobedience, uh, just putting trash out onto the streets? You know, this happened in the 70s in New York when people were just angry, and they just decided to say, we're just going to throw everything out of the streets until the mayor cleans it up. Well, do you think that this is uh, that type of thing? Well, I mean, I feel for these people, uh, according to the, this is, I think, KRQE, people who live and work nearby say they're fed up with the huge mess all over that the trash creates. People are waiting until nightfall to illegally dump their non-recyclable materials. Uh, I don't know, it just sounds like more brilliant management by our uh, current city manager, Mr. Ke- Keller. Um, I don't know, this story was probably uh, reality weeks before the, the election. Maybe that story could have come out before the election. That might be one of the ways that people can protest. We also have the surveillance state increasing under Mayor Tim Keller, uh, ordinance 2169, 6-9er there. And uh, we've got the APD putting out their uh, surveillance vehicles, unmarked, by the way, and uh, keeping track of how fast uh, you are going. Voting yes on all this are all three GOPers. Yes, that is correct. The surveillance state is alive and well. Brooke Besson, unfortunately, uh, we have uh, Mr. Donna Harris, and uh, we have Trudy Jones. All voting uh, for that. Uh, there's only one person who voted no, as we indicated before. Surprisingly, that was uh, Pat Davis. <laughs> I'm old enough to remember when liberals cared about civil liberties. And, uh, of course, the only Senate vote against the Patriot Act that a lot of people on the right now don't like, uh, you don't, certainly don't like it when it's the ha- in the hands of a progressive White House, was uh, Russ Feingold, a big, big liberal oh civil libertarian oh, yeah. from Wisconsin. Of course, he was pilloried by a lot of people at the time. Uh, people on the left used to care about civil liberties. I don't know about you, Eddie, but the, this speed van thing, it's really okay. honking me off. I don't like it. <laughs> yeah, well, you know how I, I went on this? I was the only person to uh, basically advance the cause of the civil liberties, right. liberties amongst the three mayoral candidates, and uh, I am totally and completely i don't want any kind of cameras uh, on the public uh, whatsoever people need to live in a free city but apparently hey four out of five people decided to go ahead and you can see if i really wanted to feel like i had a target on my back vote against me and uh there's civil liberties here in the city of Albuquerque. we got david on the line who's going to fill us in with i'm pretty sure that's show killer uh who's right there are you there show killer this is chuck oh hey chuck you're not oh no (laughs) okay all right Oh, show caller is calling in. If show, I, man. I don't know. I think he's got the wrong number. He's not calling in. What's going on, Chuck? Check in. What's going on? You know, there's a there's a a, a very important topic that I have not heard any discussion on. Okay. And I'm quite perplexed about it. Now, I'm, you guys have so much stuff going on that I'm I'm certainly not being accusatory. Of, to you, but I would certainly have thought that the news would cover this, yep. and that has to do with the decision that took 
that went down last week, Public Regulatory Commission about Avangard. Well, we've got everybody. We got a big we, deal. Yeah, we got it. We got to get to the bottom of that. We haven't spent any time on it uh, whatsoever. One, uh, I think it's you know we're still trying to wrap our arms around uh, the whole merger and what's happening with that. Two, we 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 have addressed it uh, several times already. Uh, Larry Barons was leading the charge on that. He is now gone up out and moved to what did he go? Nebraska, Minnesota, oh, wow. Kansas. Yeah, yeah. Larry, Larry the Barons is. We lost is another gone. one. Yeah, we lost yeah. a good one there. So he was at the front of that whole thing, and we know that Michelle Lujan Grisham literally installed people from there mm-hmm. into her cabinet and got this whole merger done. It was very one of the very first things that was done. And you know, Pat and her crew, her wrecking crew of the public service company of the state of New Mexico, uh, continue to profit take, steer, and uh, run your. Monopoly, which is now controlled by a Spanish company, and uh, we, I think we exactly. got to we got to we got to get to the bottom of this. We are we are internationally controlled now uh, by this, and if you think that things are going to get cheaper in New Mexico, they aren't. And and it's my understanding that they're the largest quote unquote green comp- uh, corporation in the world. The thing I I I. Uh, I Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think that merger has gone through. That's what the PRC stopped. It's not going to. Yeah, it, it is absolutely going to pass through. There is zero zero chance of it not going through. Do you think that it's going to stop in some way? No, but but I really was hoping that there would you know this would fall on on sane minds and they would really take a good look. I mean, if you, I just did a little bit of homework on it, and I found. Case after case after case of states here, one of them being New Hampshire, I think the other one was Maine, where their rates have gone up three times because yep. they drank the Kool-Aid. Yep. And the they ETA cannot Kool-Aid. get out of it, and they're having all kinds of problems now. And basically, that company has so many lawyers that it's like even the states trying to fight it. They're like, well, just bring it on because we have way more lawyers than your entire state does. All right. We'll look at it. I'll read up on it, too. Dad will as well. And Chuck will get to an answer to you before. Uh, th- thank you, Chuck. I really appreciate All that. Right. Uh, what happened was that the hearing examiner, this official with the PRC, issued a recommendation against the merger. It was not uh, it's not binding on the PRC members themselves, but uh, oh, so the, the, fight, the fight goes on. But I, I, I commend you for reminding us this um, week in and week out. I will start the week on a, on a Sunday night thinking, well, here are my three pieces for the week. And events, as Abraham Lincoln once said, events are in the saddle and, ra- and ride mankind, not the other way around. I end up writing my three pieces on subjects <laughs> I had not planned on at all. I will get to this. You have my, my guarantee. Uh, you know, my word is a gentleman. Much. We will be doing a lengthy piece on this. All right, there you go. All you have to All do right, is subscribe, Chuck, much. and then you can read it and pass it on wherever you like as well. www.rockoftalk.chat. Let's go to the top five before I get to show killer. Uh, Dowd, because you're always on the clock, uh, rifle them off very quickly. Go ahead. Sir. Yeah, uh, very quickly. Uh, that Source New Mexico attack on Sean Willoughby, people clicked on that once. Uh, remember, folks, sometimes I link to things ironically. It's not because I support them. It's because I want you to know about how bad something could be. Uh, number two, the runoff election has been scheduled for Albuquerque. We've got two uh, city councilors up on the 7th of December. So if you're in those districts, you might want to go ahead and vote. Uh, yeah. Number three, something we addressed right at the at the jump, uh, Mr. Mr. Aragon's uh, pointing out that uh, 
Rust Cole, Mr. McConaughey, is not going to be vaccinating his, uh, I'm sorry, vaccinating, air quotes, uh, his kids. Uh, number four was the masks and mental health piece from Pappy Cannon's magazine, The American Conservative. And uh, final piece was about how well, Eddie, and this was an amazing piece, how well Rio Rancho is doing. You don't have to be cursed to failure in New Mexico. Rio Rancho, Rancho crime falling, economy doing fairly well, right up against a city, a big city, that is not doing very well. The shining city on the hill. Mm-hmm, indeed. Literally right there. All right, Dad, we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much uh, for all that you do. And uh, we'll get to Showkiller now, uh, who is uh, holding on the line. He's got a lot of information he wants to dispense here with his uh, uh, his quarrels there with the other uh, radio station. What's going on with you, David? Oh, man, just doing, doing battle with these uh, losers over at KKOB, Jared Hart. Hi, Jared. Oh, Jared, so, well, lay it on yeah. us. I don't know. I, I well, get all these texts and, you know, <clears throat> you know, I'm getting information. You're getting information. Uh, what, what's happening? I, I, I will see your cease and desist letter, Eddie, and raise you a threat of a restraining order. How's oh, that? Okay. I, yeah. like, for what? Are you going to, like, come right through the radio or what's? Why does this work? Yeah, well, because I'm, I'm well, in the words of, let me quote Jared, Jared Hart, uh, pester. I'm pestering them. Well, can't anybody, to... I mean, couldn't 100 people pick up the phone and pester them? I mean, isn't normally well, the same so... callers all the time? I could say, uh, hey, you're pestering me, David. I mean, honestly, these lines, uh, the open airwaves, uh, if you will, they belong to the public. Well, the, yeah, but, you know, I mean, just because KKOB solicits your call, Call in now, 243-33-33-33. Call in now. Please call in. <laughs> and, and, and then when you call, when you accept their solicitation to call in, then you're pestering them. Stop pestering me. So what are they going to do? What can they do? I know you know a, a little bit about the law. Uh, so tell me, is there anything? Do they have any recourse? Well, J- Jared, well, let me just speak to Jared Hart. Jared Hart, so you, you want to, first of all, the your legal department that you cited in Atlanta, and I forget the lady's name that you gave me, you should contact them and have them start uh, filing some paperwork. And probably the first thing that they're going to want to do is you might want to call APD and get see if you can get APD to come over and take a police report that you're being pestered after you solicit for phone calls and then somebody calls in and you don't like them, so they're pestering you. So you should probably file police reports. You're not even in the city of Albuquerque. So how does that even work? How would, uh, well, I mean, no, it's they, literally they worldwide. A, they're, well, yeah, but their business, they got a, their local radio station is here in Albuquerque. So, Jared, call APD and have APD come over and take your report. And then maybe APD will even issue a summons for me to come to court. And then you can come probably to not court. Likely. Here. Well, probably not, but that's how you do it, Jared. And then your lawyer can, you know, your $300 an hour lawyer can meet me with my free lawyer over at court and we'll talk about it and see if the judge agrees with you. And then maybe you can get your restraining order, but then I'll appeal your restraining order, Jared, and you can send your $300 an hour lawyer to do some more work and a thousand or $2,000 later, then we might give you the opportunity to spend several tens of thousand dollars after that. So that's how you do it, Jared. Well, there you go. I mean, just uh, straight from you to him. I mean, no, maybe we can uh, uh, create an arena for you. We'll do a pay-per-view match. Uh, you It'll today. be fun. It'll be fun. <laughs> we, all right. Yeah, we can all have... right, Dave. Are you doing all right otherwise? Uh, uh, you were probably calling in. Uh, you generally call in for a reason, either your own or theirs, but uh, you're pretty much on topic all the time. So 
Uh, what were you calling in there today? What was what was what was the news flash over there? Over over where at my my place or at KKOB uh, at the other radio station? Yeah. Oh, the 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 news flash, their news flash or mine? What was their, it, their, what was their focus? I don't know. What I don't. Oh, know. So, oh actually, oh that, that yeah, that's interesting. Usually it's Pablum. I, I was you threw me a bit because usually it's just Pablum. But today they were focusing. Brandon Vote was uh, focusing on the uh, the uh, the Hollywood movie star that that shot that shot that woman down in in cold blood. Oh, and, okay. and and yeah, and I happened to work at Bonanza Creek movie ranch and i happened to be in a western and a cop show and i've been issued guns and so i had some uh experience with that and i called in to share that you know because kqb did what they solicited phone calls and i had experience and so i called in and so they left me on hold for an hour and a half so you didn't get on you didn't get on. No, they, they they left me on oh, hold for an hour and a half go. until the until the program was over and and uh and then jared the heart came on the line and oh, said i was pressuring wow. them yeah. Oh well, well they could have just hung up on. You. I mean, I could hang up on you. Any, anybody can. Yeah, you know, yeah, why, but, why engage yeah, but, you? I mean, honestly, I don't think that's a good move. Yeah, but but I, I mean, to be honest, if they hang up on me, I call back anyway because uh, <laughs> I'm a I'm a pest. Like, okay. So. Well, there you go. You were just trying to get through, and well, continue the fight, whatever it is that you're doing, uh, uh, David. And uh, I got I got to tell you, these uh, airwaves are open, and people can call, and I don't do any screening, and uh, that's just kind of the way that it is. So. It's unfortunate uh, the way that many things were handled, including uh, the, the the elections. I've got a very lengthy uh, email. I should read that, and amongst other things uh, that I have here, but I don't have enough time uh, to yeah, well, get to the top of the hour. So, yeah, and, and obviously, let me just leave you with this. Sure. Obviously, the reason that Jared Hart talked to me today for the first time, oh well, not really the first time, but basically the first time of anything significant, yeah. and made his yeah. little and made his little uh, speech and told me not to call again. Mm. Obviously, it's because you played 20 hours of my recordings of them. Uh, political, that. yeah, political uh, racketeering is what they're doing over there, Jared and Jared Hart. I'm calling you out. That's actually why you got your undies in a bunch today mm -hmm. is because it, because you've been outed. Well, you know, it was a, a hell of a lot of steering, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, personal ad hominem attacks and various other things. So and those are the public airwaves. Uh, these were taken off of the air plus your one uh, party line. Uh, so I checked with check your lawyer uh, on all that so I can play pretty much whatever I want. Nothing is copyrighted unless you actually expressly state that something is copyrighted. So might want to start right, your broad, even, you might want to and yeah and even then uh you can't even do it if it is even airways. if it is copyrighted it's fair use because you were you was for critiquing. purposes of criticizing Critiqui and yeah, critique, critiquing yeah. that's exactly right man you know your stuff good deal well, it, you might you might want to check into you know doing some night school for fcc attorney How about that? yeah yeah I'd, I'd sooner in addition to your even in <laughs> even addition to your faa uh, clearances and stuff all right david thanks so much i appreciate you uh, very much. So, all right. Uh, let me read all of your texts. Haven't got to that. Lots to get to. Uh, <clears throat> Eddie, they called the pestering control on David. What's you truly Nolan, David? We're going to call it on. Oh, my gosh. Whew. All right. Eddie, you're still Superman in my book. The state is so corrupt. You had a killer campaign. Proud of you, brother. That's nice. Thank you. That's uh, really nice. Eric Clapton's new, uh, new one. Any good regarding his pers persecution about coming out? After his Vax injury, I don't know anything about that. I'll have to look into that. Uh, Edmund Fitzgerald, I was living in Chicago the night it sank. Wild weather night with wind blowing 50 miles an hour. Disappearance reported that night on the late news. That was tough. Oh, that, that's love to hear that. If you want to share that, uh, Charles, uh, that would be awesome. 
Particle accelerator is going downhill. They let go of the two main people who work in the injectors on the front end. My two friends, they're part of the suing group, class action lawsuit, and uh, they were let go from Los Alamos National Labs. Um, we don't know what percentage of New Mexicos are not vaccinated. Uh, 28.2%. Uh, Eddie, the smartest don't take the death jab because they are experts at reading the data. You guys are so good. Uh, thanks, everybody. Oh, we got some more. Uh, Eddie, it was dazed and confused, just like me. That's very funny. Uh, illegals, no shots. Have neutral immunity and antibodies. Stay healthy so that you can vote Democrat. Wow. Um, okay, good. Uh, Manny's criminal charges. We'll check into that. Uh, you know what I will share with you? Uh, this is a letter that I sent out. It might go a little bit long. So let me, let me, send, let me, I addressed a fellow Republicans uh, today. So I'm going to wrap it. I wrap the show with this. <clears throat> and because, you know, we as Republicans didn't really stay together during the election, that's fine. No, it doesn't. It, I, I knew it going in and I knew how I had to sneak in and, you know, the point I was trying to prove, and I think it was well proved. And we're about to take the two city council seats and Mayor Keller is going to be lame duck. And a lot of people are still fighting for the 505. All right. All right. Fellow Republicans, this is not about RPNM or the RPBC. RPNM is Republican Party of New Mexico or the Republican Party of Berlioz County. Those are simply structures to organize and represent the values of people who have chosen New Mexico as their home. This is about us as Republicans. Time to change the trajectory of politics in the county, city, and state. 90 years of corruption and backdoor deals with Democrats have led us to tyranny and control from people who believe they have power over us. They don't. I started this mayoral race with the intent of creating a runoff. You witnessed this by saying that I did not even have an election party on November 2nd. A runoff was the only way Tim Keller and the Democrats could be defeated. Even Manny Gonzalez supporters thanked me for getting in the race to buy the additional time knowing he would lose on election day. Many have come forward to say how well I represented the Republican Party in the debate performances and the marketing efforts we made on broadcast air and the freeways. As you believe the Republican Party would then be a strong winner in the two-way race, between the two strongest candidates, Tim Keller and Eddie Aragon. Why? By the time the runoff came about, the number of murders would be 120 plus. The local economy would still be in shambles with people continuing to leave. National trends for Biden and Kamala have sunk. And of course, the mask and vax mandates would be then in full effect. You no doubt have seen what has happened at Sandia National Labs and to many other Kirtland Air Force Base employees. Data from this morning's report on the election illustrates this point. Had we, as Republicans, been able to come together and fight for 505 as a cohesive party, our city could have begun the road to recovery, and we could have convinced the majority of voters in New Mexico that a Republican governor and Republican majority in New Mexico House was actually achievable, if not imminent. We are the only choice in 2022. As you know, we can't win the state without winning the city of Albuquerque. We don't do that by electing or supporting Democrats in elections. At this time, I want to thank uh, RPNM and specifically Chairman Steve Pierce, Executive Director Kim Skaggs, and Victor Torres for advocating for our Republicans during this fight for 505. They truly wore the brand during this municipal cycle. It isn't over for me. The Democrats continue to be on the attack. The ethics complaints against my campaign continue. It was signed off by Democrats and the PRC1 officeholder, Karen Montoya, who is the front person for the Manny Gonzalez Save Our City PAC, which is run by Republican Bill Ream, and others who represent themselves as quote-unquote Republicans. This is the division which will sabotage the ability of the Republican Party to succeed in New Mexico next year. Their ultimate goal? To silence me, the Kiva, and to dilute our message. When they attempt to silence me, they attempt to silence you. 
I enclose the massive legal attachments, which illustrate just what lengths they are willing to go through in an attempt to bring down the Kiva. I don't know if this is being aided by competitive radio stations, KKOB, KDAZ, and their interests, many of whom are copied on this very email, or if this is just sour grapes by the Save Our City PAC, who is running with the very donations and explicit support, the explicit support of many Republicans, again, included in this email. Regardless, it's a fight that I will take right back at them, as you know this. Their latest salvo is to request 14 additional hours of the City of Albuquerque Board of Ethics and engage the City of Albuquerque time to listen to my radio show in council chambers beginning on November the 19th. So it's not over by a long shot. See all the attachments if you are so interested. The sheriff, Manny Gonzalez, who performed poorly in every regard, seeks retribution and another explanation for his loss besides his inept candidacy. However, going 0-5 in his Board of Ethics and Supreme Court challenges, is now deciding to use the very board that never saw things his way not even one time. He's now facing criminal prosecution and fourth-degree felony charges for election fraud from the district attorney and for civil defamation case from the mayor for making unsubstantiated claims in the public sphere. It's hard to believe that any Republican could have supported Sheriff Mandy Gonzalez's candidacy. But then again, all I had to do was look at the front page of today's Albuquerque Journal on Wednesday, November 10th, to reaffirm my utter non-surprise. As you know, we advocated strongly for each and every city council candidate, and all of them will win. I helped Dan Lewis with his mayoral run in 2017, and I'm elated that he's back on the council and we advocated strongly for Dan's leadership. I was proud to have lived in his district from 2017 through May of 2020. Lori Robertson and Renee Grout will become city councilors with our unwavering support. We will turn Mayor Keller into a lame duck immediately on January 1st, 2022. Then the target becomes Michelle Lujan Grisham. The legislative branch will be a component, key component to win 2022. At a minimum, we will need to take over the state house of New Mexico. Then we'll elect a governor with the intelligence, skills, and integrity and faith to make New Mexico an example of how to recover from a dying state into a place where residents are happy, safe, successful, and proud. Regardless of the gubernatorial candidate, the fight for 505 will support that candidate. When we work together beyond the labels of positions and roles, we accomplish greatness. I want to thank Jeffrey Snyder for being the diligent voice that reminds the BCC members of the rules that keep order and trust in the process. However much he and I have had our conflicts, at least he has been a good constant reminder of what the rules actually are in the BCGOP. We each have our own personalities and styles of communications, which makes this political body a unique mixture of people who truly love this state and are heartbroken to see it turn and see it run into the ground. We are the protectors of New Mexico and her citizens because each one of you is involved You've stated, either through action or word, that you choose to be part of the solution. We do that by meeting each other honestly with kindness, integrity, and owning our strengths and weaknesses, allowing each other to excel, succeed, and rise to our greatest potential. Iron sharpens iron. Together, we are a powerful force of nature for good in New Mexico. We ask you to join us, if you choose, to fight for 505. We ask you to step aside if you do not share in the goals or if you choose to support any opposing Democrat party in any way, support the opposing Democrat party in any way. As promised, I will do what it takes to protect the Republican voice in the marketplace, which is the Kiva. I want to reiterate my absolute appreciation for the New Mexico GOP, Chairman Steve Pierce, Committeeman Jim, Jim Townsend and Tina Dizek, Executive Director Kim Skaggs, and most especially the unbelievable dedication of volunteers who made our mayoral campaign so successful in spite of all the obstacles from the media, from players in the party, and from Democrats who file lawsuits and continue to file lawsuits and throw rule books at us in an attempt to kill our spirit. 
Let's go, Brandon. Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. That was communicated to the Bernalillo County Central Committee. I hope that that did not fall on deaf ears and that people replied with sincerity. I hope that they replied with dignity. But most of all, I hope they replied in the best efforts of this state, which is to take back this state. I appreciate everybody for tuning in here this afternoon right here in the Kiva on AM 1600 KIVA, abq.fm, and rockoftalk.com. This is The Rock of Talk on AM 1600 KIVA Albuquerque.